Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Rigucci, and here with a few friends from the Delaware County area, we get in a basement to talk about a certain topic. Today's topic is going to be celebrating Guild Wars 2. Here to discuss, as always, taking a more producer role today. You know of him. You love him. The Triple Threat. What is... Oh, Chris Trio. It's too why early, Gooch. I always say, the, it's because you, 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 you leave a bit too much of a gap, and then I lose myself, and I want to jump right in. But everyone, <laughs> I'm, I'm just how trying are you? to like, think. I know, really, I know. Yeah. I apologize. It's my fault. <laughs> Thanks, man. Of course. Appreciate it. Of course. And we have an esteemed panel of guests today, in no particular order. He is one of the hosts, one of the talking script of the Talking Script podcast, hosted by Mad Realms, Jim Malthanis Carr. Malthanis, welcome back, my friend. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Hailing from across the pond in Krita, the Crichton Herald, a.k.a. Fornax, welcome back. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for coming on. And last but not least, the host of the hosts of Ask On podcast, one of them, <laughs> Alona, a.k.a. One big pair. Pair, welcome to DNN. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Yo, I feel like that's what cool people would say. Yo. Yo. What's going on? <laughs> We're really setting the stage for this podcast. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With a yo. That's so my b- before we jump into Guild Wars 2, um, usually we like to, uh, you know, shoot the shit about what we're doing, playing, watching, whatever in. I don't think we really have like too many guidelines as to that, but you know, you can say whatever you want to say. Well, if you guys still need some time to think, I'll go first. Um, I did get home from vacation recently. This is our first podcast post-vacation. I know. It's been a while. A couple weeks. Yeah. yeah, Had some vacation time, actually. I was in uh, Zion National Park in Utah. First time on the West. So that was interesting. Looked beautiful. Yeah. It's it's cooled down a little bit, like here. Because, like, over there, it was also, like, 100 degrees. (laughs) But was it as humid? No. But you feel like you're in, like, a... Like, you're in... You know, like... Like a like a like a food lamp. Like the sun like cooks you. Yeah. It like here the humidity kinda like dissipates the sun a little bit. In the you east. really feel the sun is what you're saying in yes. that state. Yeah. When you're out, no shade. No, when Whew. I when I was in Colorado it was the same thing. Like if you're it could be ninety nine degrees, but as long as you're in the shade you're pretty good. But as soon as you get in that sun, yeah, you're cooking. And I you didn't have your basement with you there. Correct. This basement is actually it's not key cool to at staying all. out of the sun. No, it really isn't. It's it is the hottest cool. base. I just had to turn on an extra fan because it gets so hot. I'm, it, I'm all right. I don't sweat. Trio I, I sweat. A it, yeah, I mean, I sweat at the the least amount of hot heat. But no, it's. I don't know why heat sinks in your house for some reason. It doesn't rise. Yeah, it's like, and in the winter it's cold down here. It's yeah. Not, well, is it cool? That's what I was gonna say. It really isn't. <laughs> so, okay, because the heater's like. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that is it. But it's like, uh, sometimes I'm down here and I'm freezing my ass off. But, um, yeah, that was fun. That was a week. Good to be back. First, yeah, first podcast back in the in the saddle. I know. Um, it's crazy. I did watch some DC movies on the plane because that's my, like, tradition is to catch up on DC animated movies. That's the way you do it. <laughs> so I watched Crisis on Two Earths, Justice, all Justice League movies, Gods and Monsters, and Doom. Okay. Uh, Three good, good ones. Yeah. DC like really doesn't miss with their animated content. Uh, they've been pretty consistent, like for sure. Those are old too. Yeah, 
Yeah, they are. They're like mm-hmm. 10 years old. I don't know if you guys know even what we're talking about with, with uh, the DC. I am aware, yes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. know about this little this little thing called DC the, Comics, Detective or, Comics Comics, as it's known? The Snyder Cut. <laughs> Ever hear that one? <laughs> uh, S- Snyder who? Z- I don't know who that is. Zachary? <laughs> Z- Zachariah Snyder? I don't know. Uh, yeah. But, uh... Well, which one was your favorite out of those? It's between Gods and Monsters and Doom. Gods and Monsters is such an interesting That's idea. probably my favorite so out of those So, basically, ones. really quick, the summary of that is pretty much like every... So, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman are, like, different people. So, like, Superman is, like, Zod's kid instead of uh, Jor-El's. Yep. Wonder Woman is from New Genesis. She's yeah. not an Amazonian. And Batman is Man-Bat from the comics. Kirk Langstrom, except he has, like, he's a literal vampire. Michael C. Hall plays him, too. Yeah. So they, like, kind of, like, just, like, we're just going to, like, redo these characters and make, like, a cool. Justice League movie with them. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, DC with their animated stuff, like. They're they're great. They're really good. Um, in, in terms of game wise, um, still playing through Skyrim. We're talking about that next month on the podcast, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. say too much. Um, I I started and beat Wolfenstein Youngblood. What a trash game! <laughs> Jesus Christ! The, when everyone said don't play that game, and I'm like, I'm going to do it anyway, and I'm going to get the. You're platinum. like, I should have listened. <laughs> no, no, I have no regrets. But yeah, I, I only got through the first like level that. of that game, and I uh, and I also played Firewatch and beat that. That was really like disappointing. I don't know if anyone's played Firewatch. Um, it's like like a walking sim. Type it's like game. a walking sim in like a national park. Oh, I, that's the okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're like it's, a park it, ranger, I think, or something. It's right? very cool, and then the game ends, and it's like, oh, like very abruptly. No, it's just like it just ends, and like nothing happens. Hmm. Like it's not really spoiling anything, but it, it's, it's just, just like, kind of just goes nowhere. This is cool. Like it was like getting all like conspiracy there for a second. That's like <laughs> now nah, we're just we're just gonna end. Actually, we're done. Yeah, I think it's on PlayStation and PC. I it may be on Xbox. It may it's definitely on Switch too. Oh, so it's probably on Xbox. Yeah, I would assume it's on Xbox. And uh, Platinum Greedfall. Nice. Great little Eurojank RPG. If anyone's looking for a game to play in this uh, drought of a game. No, they're colonial looking. Oh. So they have, like, tri-corner hats. Ah. It's it's colonial era. Like, what if if colonizing America, but with magic? Ah. That's... Well, you sold me on yes. that one. <laughs> That's I, I interesting. Really, I love the premise. It's so it's so interesting because like I have never seen like a fantasy world kind of like take that as like okay like colonialism. That's the theme. Like, and it just goes from there. It, it it's interesting. I interesting. mean, because you really only talk about it from like the real world perspective. No, of course, <laughs> it is. It's it's a it's not one I would necessarily go with choice wise. But good for them if it's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. And the last thing I did. This is. I just put this in there. I installed my M.2 on my PS5. I didn't break anything. Good job. I was really scared I was going to break that plastic that I have to push off the PS5. How did they make it, it that di- like difficult that you could break something? It like if you if you like like because you, you really need to like give it some en- like some energy so it doesn't feel like it's like it feels like you're br- I, I I know exactly what you mean like you're pushing so hard that you feel like you're like, breaking right. it but like it's sh- but that's actually how hard it's like, you need right. to- like there's a right way to do this and I like put pressure on the right place and like pride it I'm like yeah. oh there it is 
so I didn't break it. So still eat some games, Gooch. Yeah, that was like a five hundred dollar solid state drive on sale for like one sixty on Amazon. That's a really good deal. Uh, hi, Oscar. Bye, Oscar. <laughs> Do you have an OnlyFans account for your dog? <laughs> <laughs> We'd be happy to subscribe. He does, he does have an Instagram account. My wife created one for him because otherwise her own Instagram account would be nothing but <laughs> dog pictures. Fair. <laughs> and that's it for me. Mathanis, what have you been up to, man? Um, sadly, far left far less uh, Guild Wars 2 than I, I usually do. I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV with my wife. Um, nice. It's been nice to play something new, just to, to explore a new world. Um, I do find myself missing the combat of Guild Wars 2 as I play through Final Fantasy. I, I don't think I'm going to feel particularly challenged by the combat system until I hit, like, uh, a friend of mine from MMO Champion, she, she has me in her guild, and I feel like the only time I'll actually feel pressured by it is when she starts dragging me into the super high-end, like, man stuff in there but i'm enjoying the the story because i mean it's it's a final fantasy story so it's it's going to be a decent ride no matter what um i've also been playing through uh the new the, the tomb raider trilogy i am hmm. did like the first five or six hours into shadow of the tomb raider now um in preparation because i heard they're going to do a fourth one that they are and that's a it, honestly the, the the new tomb raider series and crystal dynamics has been the best stealth assassin games I've ever played. <laughs> wow! Like it. it uh, really, I, it's an interesting you, take. <laughs> huh. You can creep around with the bow. No, you really can. Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah. And it's it's just it's a ton of fun. Um, and it even gets crazier with all the extra like hiding mechanics and, and stuff you can do in the third game. Um. Then uh, the the last thing I've been playing is because. It, something Deo tagged me in, so it's the only reason I'm particularly thinking about it. It's like your top three go-to games right now. Yeah. The one is Vampire Survivors, which has been the highest value $3 I have spent on Steam in a very long time. Is that that, like, shoot 'em up thing? Yes. Yeah, okay. It is a, a like, old-school Castlevania-themed bullet heaven. Huh. Bullet heaven. I've, I was told the distinction of bullet heaven is when all the bullets originate from you. And a bullet hell is where they originate from not you? Yeah, when you're. Oh, when you're getting. Yeah, when you're. Di- oh, interesting. interesting. It's the first time I've ever. Heard yeah, this. I would never. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good distinction <laughs> to know, though. Information. Yeah. yeah. Writing that down. We're learning. <laughs> but it's. Uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, the dev is actively updating it. Like I think it's been patched in the two months I've had the game. I want to say it's been patched five or six times with new content every single time. So it that's really cool. And it's only it's three bucks. You said. Three dollars, two ninety nine. And then that gets you all the updates and such. Everything. Wow. That's a pretty sweet I deal. I think it's also on Itch. Huh. But Is that itch.io, uh, that thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but I, I've I heard of it. And I'm like, okay, one, browsers with, with this level of stuff on the screen. I, not to mention, like, there's enough content that I was like, okay, I can spend $3. And I've easily put uh, 60 hours into the game already. Every nice. Level That's really cool. It, like, 30, 35 minutes, and then you run up into a hard wall where death shows up and just says, nope. Oh, wait, so the game just, like, it'll, like, cap, it caps you like that? Yes. Like, it just ends it? There is, you, you, can, you can fight death. Yeah. The first death that shows up. And if you beat death, which requires some very specific actions that you have to take, 
Uh, and then there's another death that shows up after you kill death, and it's just like, no, you can't fight this death. And it's just... Later. <laughs> Interesting. Which is, which, is, which is fine, because, like, at that point, you're, you're 35 minutes in, the screen is just full of enemies, and there's collision huh. with everything, so, like, there's nothing more they can throw at you. So... Huh. I don't mind it ending there. Sure. That's an interesting mechanic, though, for sure. But other than that, that's, that's, uh, other than that I've just been wasting away at my office because I'm in the middle of a giant project that I have to be, like, on call for. At your office? At, at my, like, I've what been, a lucky I've, guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gooch is the only one that I meet that really says that. <laughs> I hate working for me. Well, well, the, 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 prob- the problem is, like, Sure. And we're changing that, and I have to wait for that to happen. And then I'm also trying to hold together another project that requires that to be done. So I'm basically twiddling my thumbs, but I can't start any of the other projects that I want because I will just have to drop those the second big thing is done. That's frustrating. I guess it's like a. It's it's, my brain is melting because I'm sitting there staring at my screen, like helping with help desk tickets, phone calls, and that's it. Plebeian stuff. I, I get you. I'm my work isn't like dead, but yeah, I've been there, done that. Where you're just like, I have nothing to fucking do. <laughs> or yeah, you have to like just finish up what you do, what you're doing now. Before but that's you can where move working on. from home comes in play. No, yeah, <laughs> it's for actually sure. good. Well, that's that's also why I have vampire survivors in Minecraft installed on my laptop. There you go. There yeah. you go. What 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 they don't know, you know. Like <laughs> <laughs> the thumbs up. <laughs> Pear, would you like to go next? Sure. Uh, other than Guild Wars 2, I mostly just... So the what am I watching, what I'm playing are kind of one and the same because yeah. I can't watch TV and not play games on my phone. So <laughs> so I do both at the same time. Yeah. So it's mostly just games on my phone and, and or iPad. And they're all just like card games and backgammon <laughs> and, <laughs> and hit, hidden objects games and scavenger hunt games so just really mindless stuff which i quite enjoy sure and then other than that it's just guild wars 2 it's the only one i've i've learned a long time ago that i really only like sitting at the computer for games that other people are also playing with me i see yeah really so single player games as much as like i can love, love the story i could love the experience but like, I get about 20 minutes in, and I'm like, okay, I'm bored. Sure. <laughs> and I have to get up and leave. So yeah. that's, a, that's a fault on my part. Well, I, feel, I wouldn't I say feel, that's a fault. That's just a preference. <laughs> I, I feel like, like I have like the same thing with like just like looking at my phone. I, I pick up uh, my phone all the time. It's such it a is, bad No, it is really habit. a bad habit. For, I do the same like exact thing. playing games, and like literally like I get like a split second of and time, I'm phone? and I'm on my phone. It's no, I know, like, I know what you I mean. not? My husband gets bad, says I treat TV shows like podcasts. <laughs> oh, but man. we do have a lot there's so much good tv and i'm watching all of it so there's, there's it, that so this summer has been hot each and every one. for tv it really is we i mean we, yeah. we the shows we've reviewed i think i like i've said that i'm like there's way too much fucking on right now like way yeah. too much and yeah. it's all like really good it is and it's very annoying because I only have so much time. <laughs> no, I, said, but I do. I do like that we are in the, the way of like s- streaming. I like this part of streaming that that gets out. It's it re- it's released every Friday. Whatever show I can watch that now whenever I want. But like, whereas I do kind of miss the Game of Thrones aspect of there's an eight. It's eight o'clock every Sunday. Let's sit down and watch. But yeah, yeah. I mean that's Shows better call Saul like for that. me. 
Yeah, I guess there are. Yeah, that's true. I I, the the bigger ticket ones like Westworld and yeah, they still. That's true. I actually, it's funny. I haven't watched Westworld at all this season. And I think House of Dragons, the Game of Thrones prequel, yeah, it'll probably come back to it too. You know, it's so funny. Like nobody talks about HBO, the channel anymore. It's about HBO Max. No, it's true. No, nobody talks about it like it's like you know the TV channel HBO. Well, but I mean, exists. even and I know like for Game of Thrones, it, you, like when it would premiere at eight o'clock, it would go right on HBO Max too, right? Like right. yeah, so yeah, or whatever it was. They had HBO Max, HBO, HBO Go, now. HBO whatever, HBO yeah. Now. Yeah. Oh God. But uh, like uh, Melthana's work has taken a lot of my Guild Wars two time because I'm sitting at a computer all day, and then the last thing I want to do is yeah. sit at the computer more. Yeah. yeah. And also, there's. Although I have the opposite of twiddling my thumbs, my my manager is on sabbatical for a month, and another of my teammates uh, left for another position. Oh, and so it's me and one other person. So like, jeez, and I the the place is on fire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeez, (laughs) it's actually been going good. All right, that's awesome. Considering good, considering, but it just means don't really have a lot of time to do anything other. You're just you're treading water and, and trying to stay up. Sure. But uh, so that part hasn't been. I mean, it's going fine, but it's not great. But it's going fine. There, you, that's that's good to hear. One yeah. last thing, and it has nothing to do with what I'm playing. But Fenris, when you were talking about the game that you were playing that you didn't like, I don't know. It reminded me of this. Uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Yeah, it was yeah. a PS3 game. Because um, I always liked the PS2 style games, like uh, Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance, and like the ones where you, and I would like multiplayer with my friend on the couch. And all we do is smash barrels and loot things. Yes. And so when PS3 came out, there were very few games like that developed for it. And so yes. I was researching which ones to, to get. And I got one, even though <laughs> it's called Seven Sorrows, something, something, something. It was supposed to be very similar style. And hmm. I shouldn't have got it because one review was very accurate. that said the eighth Sorrow was buying this game. <laughs> and that, that review lives rent-free in my brain. <laughs> And every time I hear someone talk about a, a terrible game, I always like, eight Sorrow was buying this game. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Maybe I've seen it. But like I, the t- I, the, I bought it, and it was not very good. Yeah, I was like, the title does not oh. sound familiar at all. Gauntlet, Seven Sorrows. Oh, the, okay, yeah. The eight Sorrow uh, was buying the game. <laughs> you are. You know what? You know. You know what sucks though. I played Dark Alliance recently. They like ported it, and it yeah. has not aged well. And I was really. Is that the one where with uh, you have to rescue the kittens, or is that no the the one where you you sm- one. the ones where you smash barrels and stuff? Yeah. Well, no, there was a lot that were similar. Like there was Champions of Norath. There was right. So Baldur's Gate Baldur's Dark Gate. Alliance was the one where you go to Baldur's Gate in the beginning and you get like mugged and you're in the Elf Song Inn at the beginning and you. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, you friend, you like, kill rats. The, that that should yeah. that should <laughs> rats and barrels. Yeah, it was good. It was so, great yeah, in, back in the day, and then I replayed, it and I was like, oh, the, the, just don't, that's the, the worst. Luster's gone. Uh, there's it's nothing worse gone. than going back to an old game that you like loved. And I and I played it solo, yeah. and there's no online co-op, which is wild that they they would release a game like that without it. There's local, hmm. not online. And I'm just Whoa. like. That style game is way more fun when you have your friends sitting right beside you. Yes, and that's how I played it, exactly like you did back in the day. Anyway, so uh, that's not what I was doing, but that just made me think of that. Anyway, I'm done. (laughs) Fornax, you're up. Hello. What have I been doing, like... So, uh, 
the latest thing that I've done that's like top of mind is I watched, I binge watched all of the Sandman. <sighs> I'm on episode three. I'm. Uh, it's probably heresy. We need to re. Yeah. I want. We need to. I haven't seen it. We need to review it's heresy. that. It's, it's so fun. I know. <laughs> like, but I'm sorry. I go. It. Please go ahead. It's so fucking good. The th- the first three episodes oh. were so amazing. I I need to watch more. It 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 just it gets better. I mean, I know people. It's a British thing, and British things tend to be a bit shit. But this one, <laughs> it is. It's a British thing. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, yeah, yes, Neil. Get, it was so. This was made in like yeah. this was produced in Britain and stuff like that, or, or was it yeah. shot? Oh, I, oh, wow. Basically, the entirety of the cast, bar a few, um, are all Brits as well. Yeah, is Neil it's, Gaiman British? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's, no it's absolutely phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, the visuals in it were it. insane. The uh, oh, I really was blown away just by the first three episodes. I need to keep watching it. That's cool to hear. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Um, in terms of gaming, I have been doing a lot of like super chill, super relaxed gaming, like Cozy Grove and Spirit Spiritfarer. <laughs> yeah, love. And this is like a new genre for me because basically I've only ever really played hardcore MMOs, all of them: SWOTOR, Final Fantasy, um, Guild Wars. Wow, I was playing Wow when it released in uh, 2005. Um, and yeah, and Guild Wars too. Uh, sorry, Guild Wars, prophecies when it the original, as well. yeah, yeah. Um, um, but recently, I've I've wanted to kind of take a step back from this more social aspect of gaming and get a bit zen. And sure. These games, and I'm I'm heading into No Man's Sky as well. Oh, No Man's time. Sky like, is so much fun. Yeah. I'm I'm normally about four or five years late to a game, so <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh, I, I feel that. Sometimes, like, the backlog, like, you need to let them cook for four or five years. In, in like, spirit of what you're saying, I actually have been thinking of playing Stardew Valley. Dude, you got to. <laughs> it's so, it's so I think good. I need that in my life right that, now. That got me through quarantine, genuinely. Like, I, I just got on there every day. I, I take, <laughs> took care of my farm. I got through, like, like months in a day. Like, I think I got through t- a season in a day, like a crazy person. Uh, How many times did you get divorced? That's the question. Uh, only w- I didn't get divorced actually. I, I think I, I I had one. I had what's her, I can't remember the names. I'm so terrible. Who, who's the purple haired lady? I can't remember her name. Uh, uh, no idea. I can't. But like I, I only got married once. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah, I say true. <laughs> that was that was I think I bought Stardew on the, the Switch, and that was before a, a show, and I knew it was going to be a long show. So yeah. I finished the buy. I, I downloaded it on the Switch, and I handed it to my wife. And then the podcast ended two hours later, like I thought it was going to be. Come out, and she's on like I think day twenty-four of spring. Yeah, just like yep. You can. Oh, it's so easy to get locked into that game. Really, especially if you liked it. And, it was funny. and it's something different. Like I sometimes it's I'm definitely like, one of the more different games I've ever played. That's oh, look, definitely not the third third person action game I played in a row. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> like there's too many of those. <laughs> It's truly an indie game. I mean, a single human being. Yeah, no. It's, 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 it really is. I don't is. think I knew that. Yeah, yeah, one dude. I remember my, my ex at the time, she, uh, she got, because I saw her playing, and I'm like, oh, my God, that looks crazy. And she was like, yeah, only one person <laughs> made it. It's crazy shit. I, does he have a help, like team now? I feel like he, and, like, yes. ne- that. okay, yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, yeah I was like, that game's made such. boatloads of money. But no, it's, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's really great. Yeah. Um, I also, actually, so I... I'm an MMOaholic, and I dived back into Lord of the Rings Online. That's still, that's still like going. Interesting. 
Yeah. Jesus I wanna, Christ. I, 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 I love Tolkien. I love the universe. I, I've read the books. Sure. I've got all the movies. That I, a friend of mine is like a complete geek about it and he can quote he's just like balls deep sure. anyway, um, uh, but I wanted to see what it's like I mean graphically it's a bit shit sure but the, yeah. the, the, the problem is the, or the, not the problem but the, the, I guess the, it's still a bloody good story that's and cool I've, and I'm, I'm so sad I'm... that it doesn't get the visual love that it deserves in this game I'm, I'm kind of seriously hoping that it gets a new iteration, or at least got a graphical upgrade. I mean, graphical upgrades are the are the are the thing at the moment. Final Fantasy is getting one. World of Warcraft has been undergoing one for a, a considerable period of time. Even Guild Wars Two, you can see the fidelity difference between vanilla and and the current content. It's it's night and day. So fingers yeah. crossed, some love for that franchise. It always blows um, my mind how little like. Lord of the Rings stuff we've gotten in the way of games and things and like that. And that's not in canon, I assume, right? No, now, th- right? those old games from like the PS, the PlayStation 2 and 3 area were Third s- Age? So good. Yeah. What a title. What a title. <laughs> it's it's kind of sad that they definitely de- deserve some love. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of nervous about um, the Amazon. The r- not for Rings the, of Power. The, yeah, not for the racist asshole stuff that some people have been talking about, but yeah, I just yeah. want them to make sure that they're, they're, they're you can respect the source material and have diversity. I mean, I, I yeah. did a whole video on oh, absolutely. How, on how Iru Iluvatar, like, so they, he sung the universe into existence. The only limitation on the representation of humanity and elves was his imagination. So, yeah, suck it up, guys. It's a, it's a fantasy world created from the mind of a god. No, I, I really unfortunately think those are just the loud assholes online. I, I genuinely like to believe most people aren't. Like, if they have a real, genuine critique of it, it's not because of that. It's because they think the world isn't necessarily. But you just got the loud yeah, assholes Yeah, and if people online, don't I, like it, like, you know that is going to, like, you know, people are going to be like, well, it's... Well, that's the, th- that's the thing. It can swing get, the other way. It's like when yeah. someone actually has a real critique of it, then someone will be like, oh, what? You just don't like it because of that? It's like, right. no, well, that's not it. It's, yeah, it's yeah. just because I don't like yeah. the story choice that they've, cre- they've judged here. But yeah. Yeah. no, I have that, that discord on that. It sucks. I think, I think here, here's the thing, I think. With a fan base that big, even if half of 1% are assholes, it's, it's a, a large... It's so true. I mean, it's so true. They're so vocal. It's, it's like World of Warcraft gets a bad rap for having a bad community, and that's absolute horseshit. There are some... The, I, 99.9% of the people I know who play the game are fantastic, wonderful, normal human beings. Yeah, it's uh, it, like the it's, larger it's the that... Base, yeah, the larger the fan base is, the larger that small sect is, but the louder it seems. So, And I think that's how it goes with like everything. Marvel, DC, every... I feel like pop culture bullshit now is just comes down to that. It's so frustrating. I was going to say, I think my favorite uh, phrase I've ever heard on that is don't yuck someone else's yum. Yeah. No. <laughs> just like, if you don't Girl. like it, Towards that's me. fine. Don't that's poop on what other people like. No, I, yeah, like there's... It, don't tell them they're not, that they're dumb for liking it. That's the word. And uh, my other, another thing I hate is when someone's like, oh, you don't like this? You're just, you just don't get it. It's like, no, that's not, just like what you like and, and or don't like what you don't like. I don't care. <laughs> but as long as anything can be good until it's not. That's how I yeah. view things. But I mean, 
What's wrong with voting with your feet? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Don't, like don't show up. Exactly. Don't, don't watch it. You don't have to subscribe to things. You don't have and to. And that's why I didn't get Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Exactly. <laughs> no, and I will give you that. You you really didn't like that, and you like, put your money where your mouth was. I you stopped wanna... playing the series. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done that with. And it was because it was a life. woman protagonist, right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would if I played Odyssey, I'd play Cassandra. Well, no, the thing that well, that's and I played Cassandra. The thing that annoys me so much about the origin story she's was better that, than the dude. Well, Origins, it was supposed to be what's her name as the main character and they didn't make it her because they were afraid people wouldn't buy the game because it was a female yeah that, that's like which a is like at this point i mean i don't know when did that come out 2011 uh, it's just stu- it's stupid but when did, when did what come out uh, origins assassin's creed 2011 yeah you nuts is that really early origins is like 16 yeah like five years I don't know. later what year is it again 2028 no 2022 <laughs> all right the year of our lord yeah <laughs> um in terms of work um i've just finished a guild wars 2 video which was basically um final fantasy versus world of warcraft bonuses guild wars 2 end game gear and why objectively guild wars 2 has the best end game gear in any in basically in the mmo gaming multiverse so hmm. yeah, come at me, bro. <laughs> I love it. I accept, um, I accept this, but yeah. I also don't. I've never not done Endgame for any of the other games. So yeah, I, I saw that. I uh, I have to watch. It's a long one. You might you might fall asleep. I am a bit boring, so no, be warned. No, not at I all. like a long video. Mm. Don't worry. I've watched this seven-hour Death Stranding video as I I can fucking do anything. Right? I was gonna. Well, are you wa- <laughs> see with me? I usually have. I do usually have it, it on the other days. screen as I'm doing something else. Seven <laughs> hours long. It's the longest YouTube video I've ever watched. Jeez. I, I watched my husband play that game, and it's just a walking simulator. It really I, is. I, Amazon at the end. Of the day. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna bring up to you. Like, I think you might like Death Stranding based on your chill atmosphere. Because Death Stranding, it, it can get a little not chill, but it's. Uh, it, you, <laughs> apparently, I'm not it's lie. pretty. Showed me that game. You showed. I saw that game at first. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm never gonna like this in a million years. And I and I and I actually did thoroughly enjoy it. For like, there's much more to it than you would expect for just walking around. I was surprised. Like, how much of the end? Well, and then like they do start like introducing more traversal elements. Which again, it's a very different, unique game. I will give it that. I will absolutely give it that. No, that baby is just weird. It's very odd. Uh, oh, you mean yeah. Lou right back there? Yeah, Lou. <laughs> Gooch has a has a Lou back there. Actually, <laughs> I have the Death Stranding baby on. The, it's I think it's cut off a little bit. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh, what a shame. Yeah, yeah what a shame. <laughs> I brought it home. My mom was like, "Is that a baby?" <laughs> like, That's yeah, what you definitely get questions is. about. Yeah. <laughs> is that a child in a jar? <laughs> oh, but gosh. other than that, um, I'm actually planning because I've I've I've. I'm, I'm a disabled YouTuber. I've got a spinal injury, and I've had a bit of a rough time for the past like three months. And I'm I'm just getting back into the into the swing of things. So I want to I want to start a, a new character on 14 and Guild Wars 2 and play the story from start to finish, and just kind of take it in and and see how it stacks up now because I haven't done that since. Oh my god, I can't remember the right. last time I I, just I was going to say went it's, at it. Yeah, I haven't done that probably since like. I would say like 2014 or 15, like legitimately go through Guild Wars 2 story. I, 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 uh, yeah. Seven months ago, I made, before Path of Fire came out, I made a brand new character and I tried, I said, 
I was streaming it actually, although I failed at streaming. I did like a two hour stream and then someone in chat said, is there audio with this? And I did not have my mic on. What? So oh. it was a, I was doing a silent stream for two hours. That's like doing a podcast and <laughs> being so muted, funny. which <laughs> no. like, like you said. Mm-hmm. I was and I was talking nonstop. That's, oh. <laughs> That's I mean, hey, you kept the people in there apparently somehow, even with the silence. So. I'm not sure how that happened, yeah. but I, I had set rules for myself. Like I couldn't use outfits. I couldn't use mounts. Mm-hmm. I had to, um, I, I tried not to use any of the quality of life stuff that has come in. So it was just trying to play as vanilla as possible and just play through the story. And if I came up to a, um, an event, I had to do it, even if I was not doing that you know if i was doing on something else but if an event was there i had to do the event as well and actually i was i experienced events that either i have never done or i haven't done in so long that i had completely forgotten about them and uh the the other rule was i could only use dies based on what level i am so i can only use starter dies until level 10 and then once i hit level 10 i could do the next set (laughs) i have this i have this whole thing but and i I did three streams, only published two of them, and I have not done it since. But it was a lot of fun, and I do want to get back to it. So I do think you should do that for us. I think it would be fun. I'm, a, I'm actually planning on like live streaming it and maybe mm-hmm. like chopping it up and doing some content with it. Yeah. But have, I, have, have your mic on. I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. Good tip. I just, I, I feel like, I feel so out of the loop. So, I mean, I love the games, and but I feel like, honestly, because I haven't played them that much, I feel like a bit of a con artist making content about them at the moment because I haven't been, like, committed to them. So yeah, I've got to I've got to get my 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 ducks in a row, get my house in order. But that that's what I've been doing. I feel yeah. that very hard, actually, for sure. Yeah, I've been I, I've been meaning to get in that I haven't played Guild Wars two all summer. I I I was like hardcore into it from uh, End of Dragons until like, and I just kind of just like soul, you know. I just other ga- games were can- coming out. I was slowing down on that, and I've kind of let myself do that more with Guild Wars Two because there was a time where I like just played every day and found something to do, and I became very jaded about the game, um, which I, I'll probably bring up. There is like Guild Wars Two. It's, it's you bought it. It's always going to be there for you. you just, mm-hmm. Right. I don't have to worry about a sub fee. <laughs> Like oh I gotta cancel it or oh I'm paying for it I gotta play it which I mean, is, and they're like, still supporting it right too yeah, like so yeah yeah I spent it's not a lot like of you money. sit down and go oh I have nothing to do you probably have a lot you could work or do oh yeah yeah for sure things. it's not like I'm just like yeah 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 I'm doing other things and that's the good and thing actually, about Go Wars I forgot to mention uh, true to me I always forget to mention and when it was my time to talk that uh, our show, Host Ascalon, has been on sabbatical basically for the summer just because summer. Yeah. Sure. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we... We all need the vacays every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, like, this summer we've been... I feel like I am now just slowing down for the summer. I feel like since the spring I've had so much going on. Summer will do that. Yeah. Like, like that's, the, yeah. yeah, like Especially every if you have, if, if weddings, you have it packed out for the whole summer. I had like three grad parties this year. I haven't had a grad party in like seven years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's weird. They always like come on top of each other. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Fornax, uh, was that it before I move on to Trio? I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. 
Any the questions, last... let me know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, what have I been playing and watching? I have been watching Sandman, obviously. Uh, I won't get too much more into that. Just watch that. I think it's very good. Uh, what else? I started Star Trek Strange New Worlds because I've been very interested. I And I really enjoyed the first something episode. Something about the idea of that show really gets me going. No, it is. It, it, I mean, from I'm not a Trekkie by any means, but nah. from all accounts, it seems to be a return to the form of like what a cool new planet idea. every week. What? What a cool idea. No, it is. Well, and it's so funny because I was like talking to my dad about it. He loves Star Trek. And does he know? I'm like, yeah, this is pilot? about this is like Chris Pike and like, oh, he's like, oh, and Spock's like his fr-. like he knows he's like, oh, so it's like a prequel. I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. And yeah, no, it's it's very cool. I, I, I think it's it's super well done in the way of the the budget's there. Like, it looks beautiful. All, all the CGI is great. Uh, even when you're, like, on Vulcan and stuff like that. Like, it looks movie quality. It, it looks really they good. They knocked it out of the park with casting. Like, getting... They, they really the, like, did. People in the yeah. roles. They and, got, the writing is good. Anson just, Mount as Pike, I oh love. Like, why, he, he why really can't is... Star a, Wars be good? No, I know. Like, well, like this, No, this is just so, like... It, it really does... I, I'm, I'm very happy for people who are Star Trek fans because it does seem like they finally... I, I know Discovery has been a bit hit or miss. I feel like I've heard... I think Picard Picard, well. I've heard terrible things about. Yeah. I, I don't... I, uh, I do but again, I don't know anything, so I can't really speak to it. It's just more of the people I follow. third, even bad Trek is good Trek. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, so, and that's... that's It is so funny. I saw, like, a meme one time and it was like star trek fans taking whatever they can like just take it like you know <laughs> getting everything like this is great and then it's a star wars fan getting like the man like boba fett and we're like what the fuck like, the like, like down we're the throwing and it's being shoveled yeah. down there yeah. but no i mean it's beautiful the set design's amazing like like they said the cast is awesome i i i thoroughly am enjoying it uh you know what else i've been watching with my girlfriend uh ink ink uh tattoo no ink master you, you know Chris Martinelli, show. right? Yeah, he's been on that show. He was on Ink Master. He got tattooed on that show. When did it, which? Do you know which mm-hmm. season? No, I'll have to ask. That's him, so funny because I he definitely still has it. We skipped chest. the first two, but uh, no, it's just uh, it's funny. I'm not usually a reality show person, but I, I do appreciate a reality show where there's at least something that they actually have to judge. Like, do you ever watch Face Off? When yes. I was on, I love that Face show. Off? I don't know if you guys watched Face Off. It was like a prosthetic. Right? Yeah, it was like a, a prosthetic makeup. Uh, competition were were there cosplayers on that show? Or was that, there no, was, that was another a, one that they tried to do like a cosplay yes. show. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, Face Off was a lot of fun. Uh, but what else have I been playing? I've been replaying Prey just because I want to. That game's so much. Still got to play that. Love that game. And also God of War since we got Ragnarok coming out soon. I'm about. I'm just literally mainlining the story did, just to kind of go. Did through. you see me in Discord be like, it's going to get delayed? <laughs> what God of War? I yeah. Do oh, you really think so? No, I don't uh, know. I think I was just kind of being funny about it because like Midnight Suns and uh, Hogwarts Legacy got ha- delayed this week. I'm like Hogwarts. We're like fucked. if you didn't see Hogwarts delays, co- the delay for Hogwarts coming. I don't know what to tell you on that. I, I, I think there was like well, I, it does suck. I, I saw that date and I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. It was always coming out then, right? Or like they no, yeah, it was, well, was, it was like, Q4 oh, no, wait, it got 2022. It yeah, it like, was oh, originally shit. supposed to be. Uh, but yeah, that's really it. Trying to catch up on my back catalog. I've been really trying to play Deathloop, but I just can't sink my teeth into it for some reason. I don't know what it is. But other than that, Gooch, really not much. Can't speak to really anything else. But yes, go, go watch Star Trek. That was really my major takeaway this week. I, I freaking love that show. But I'm only one episode in two, so take that as you will. Friend of ours, uh, they... They were on a long road trip this summer, and we were as well. And so the he and I were passengers. And so they were saying, so qu- important question, who's your favorite character on Star Trek Strange New Worlds? 
And I replied, Pike's hair. Pike's, <laughs> it re- I was going to say, yeah, please go ahead. And, 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 and so that he's, <laughs> he replied, I'm like, Ian said, this is a serious question. <laughs> I was like, Rephrase. But it's, but it's, right? it's I mean, he, his hair genuinely is I, magical. I honestly. I noticed it too. I, I was I, like, if I could have the Pike flow. Oh. It is so good. Pike's I, peak. Pike's peak. I saw like Anson Mount. <laughs> yeah. You know, Black Bolt. Famous, not famous. As he's known for. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw like, you know, the clip of him. Like, you know me. Yeah. I mean, I love Steve Harrington's hair. Sure. But I'm like. Yeah, first thing no, I he, noticed, the, I was like, he nice definitely hair. feels like that classic. And again, I'm, I I didn't really watch Star Trek a lot, but even just as an outsider in that, like kind of classic starship captain, like like Kirk style, like he's got that super strong jaw. The way he taught the speech he gives at the end of the first episode was really great. He's awesome. He's definitely my favorite part so far. You'll you'll enjoy moving forward then. I'm excited. I'm definitely yeah. and his and his hair goes to like it's like at one point the the hair and makeup team were like let's. Let's do this. Yeah, we're in it. Yeah, let's, and it's just—it's such really a good silver. It like it really. Uh, let me let me yeah. put the, let me put the, <laughs> those hands through that head. <laughs> oh man, I love it. All right, so let's talk about what we're supposed to be talking about today. <laughs> Guild Wars Two. It has been ten years, believe it or fucking not, um, and it does not feel like it. Honestly, it it, it, it doesn't. It, it almost I. Kind of want to say it almost feels like longer, <laughs> but I just feel like I was in high school. I was at the end of high school ten years ago, which is an odd thought to think about. Um, yeah, from that perspective, I could see how it would feel longer, like it, th- because that's a big shift. Yeah, I literally, you know, in your life, twenty twelve. I'm a junior in high school, and you know, graduate the next year. So, like, I remember that, like, you know, right before school started getting into Guild Wars 2 when it came out and then I graduated and then I went through college and now I'm an adult. <laughs> so yeah, I had literal very big life shifts throughout this whole game. Um, but yeah, I, I guess really, I, I guess where I wanted to start is sort of like going back to 2012 and a few years before because I feel like um, Guild Wars 2 kind of had this hype train. <laughs> to launch and I, I i'm thinking back and i'm kind of wondering like what what was it just me or was like everyone just as like amped as i was um and i kind of I, I was like maybe it's a little bit of both and then uh, to, to loop into that um because i don't know if everyone played guild wars one and if you didn't how'd you find out about guild wars two so those questions kind of come together or if like you know if you did play guild wars one obviously you know how you heard about Guild Wars 2. But uh, whoever wants to start, go for it. How'd you find out about Guild Wars 2? <laughs> well, um, I played Guild Wars 1. Uh, I picked it up on a whim at a GameStop. Uh, I could only play it at my father's house. Uh, my parents were separated. Um, because my mother had 144 AOL dial-up. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesus and that Christ. took up the only that took up the only phone line in the house. So um, the only times I could really like I, I, I the only times I could really swing it for playing for using the uh, the internet for games was uh, give me forty five minutes to download the Diablo two patch, and hmm. that was about it. Um, <laughs> since that was the during the heyday of Guild Wars one, most of my time was spent 
starting new characters, getting a few a few missions in to all of the campaigns, and then forgetting where I was by the next time I had a chance to play the game because there was only one computer at my father's house and I had three siblings. Mm. Um, however, I love what I saw in the world. Uh, the idea of having, because I had played a whole bunch of tiny MMOs, because I mean, that was the heyday of MMOs. Everybody was creating an MMO. There were how many yeah. coming out of Korea every week. Um, yeah. the, the limited abilities. Like, sure, you had tons and tons of abilities, but you could only use eight. And combined with the, the, the skill points that you had to slot around, and how you could change things anytime you were in a hub, mm-hmm. it made it more interesting to play. And it just felt better than doing anything in, like, the, the stuff that was trying to clone World of Warcraft. Right. Um, Guild Wars 2 I found out about from a friend of mine who was in my, my WoW raiding group. Uh, it was just basically a, a circle of friends from college, and we started raiding WoW together. And he had his bear army, where after they created the hero system in Guild Wars 1, I believe it was... Nightfall, where you could have your own characters yes. be your heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, he had rangers that all <laughs> had polar bears, and it was just a full party of rangers with polar bears. <laughs> and that was just what he would run around with, and apparently it was just, it wasn't fast. It was kind of like a lot of open world builds in Guild Wars 2 right now. It wasn't fast, but boy could it survive, and you got through stuff eventually. <laughs> um, so I started. We started playing that. Uh, we started playing Guild Wars Two when it launched. Uh, my account. Uh, my wife created it for me. She she bought the account for me um, while she was working at a hotel. She was working front desk at a hotel. Uh, she, <laughs> she, did not, she did not. As you can hear, she did not like that job. Um, <laughs> so she she sends me a message. She's like, "Here's your login info. Change your password." I'm like, "Oh, very cute." Cause, cause August 23rd is my birthday, so she bought me the account for my birthday. Oh, nice. Um, and I started playing, and I got killed by a level 22 deer in Kessex Hills. Mm, nice. Level 20 human elementalist. And I'm like, oh, level differences really do matter an awful lot. And then I think we, we stopped playing right around the time uh, we all got to story mode for Asclonian Catacombs. And it took us six hours to finish that dungeon because none of us had any idea what we were doing. Oh, yeah. Goddamn. I remember those days. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> not, a, not AC, but Ara Path 3. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we tried that on a guild night like within the last few months, and we had to like literally like just back go to the portal at the vent. <laughs> it was like, nope. This is Jesus. not getting done. <laughs> yeah, but, in, but when the game first launched, you could just death run it. You could just spawn and run back to the boss and spawn and run back to the boss and spawn. They stopped all that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't run any of those dungeons in, in years, years. It's it's been since I've run a dungeon. I haven't needed to. Um, yeah, Per, how did you, um, how did you find out about Guild Wars Two? Were you a Guild Wars One player? Yeah, I had. Uh, I bought. I remember seeing Guild Wars One on the shelf, like when. Well, it wasn't named Prophecies at the time, but when Prophecies launched. And I 
you know, thinking no sub fee. Who are they kidding? It's just going to be like children who are idiots in chat. I don't want to deal with any of these people. And so I didn't even really think about it for a while. And then obviously factions came out and then shortly after that nightfall and it was nightfall that hooked me in the, the, the box art for it was yeah. chef's kiss. Yeah. Loved it so much. And so I played it and I just fell in love instantly. And my fears were unfounded. The community was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I played through that and loved it so much. I actually went in reverse. Then I got factions. Oh, wow. Okay. And then I got prophecies. Huh. And it's, it's funny. I, I love them. I've loved them all three. And then they were great. I, th- I still think, I think my fit, my prefer- preferred order, and I'm not going to include Eye of the North in this because it's really the only actual expansion because the other three are standalones. Yeah. I would, I would say Nightfall Prophecies, then Factions. Not to say I don't like Factions. It was fantastic. But that's the order for enjoying the story and everything that it was involved with. But Nightfall was just so good. I often describe it more like... Um, like the the Goldilocks and and the three little bears. Like I found factions too hot, prophecies too cold, and nightfall is just right. And they nailed it. And then of course, I the North was so so good. And I think I knew about Guild Wars too because when I the North was coming out, they were they also showed some stuff from the cancelled Utopia project and i was yeah. really bummed because it looked so cool i really wanted utopia i thought that would have been great but how they they did i the north as the bridge because they were making a new game guild wars 2 and so i was following the news for guild wars 2 since 2000 is it 2007 or 2009 they announced it nine i think it was i mean yeah i was like if you I want to google it but it, it it had to have been it was before it was I was in years. high school, and I was in high school in 2009, and I feel like I knew about it before then. But then I'm while sure I was in I high school, the news it ran For five years. Yeah. It was yeah. five years that I was following the news for Guild Wars 2 to come out. <laughs> so, Blaze then, tells us 2009. I believe Blaze. Thanks, Blaze. Yes. Began so. development in 2006, first announced to the public in 2007. I oh. was right. <laughs> Chat's wrong. <laughs> Got him. So, because I think it was announced at pretty much at the same time as I the North was launched, because they explained why they were doing I the North rather than the Utopia. Campaign. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's how I found out about Guild Wars Two. Fornax. Um. Well, so I was playing World of Warcraft um, but I was I, I kind of got the taste for MMOs and so when I heard about Guild Wars and Prophecies well it wasn't Prophecies then but as you said but um, I completely went for it but I was living out in uh, Cyprus at the time so I, it was a real ball ache to get um, get the discs the old fashioned discs <laughs> yeah and, um, still have my copies yeah ditto um, so yeah I, I played through it. Um, I, I loved it. I Nightfall is my favorite. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's got the best story, I think. Um, Abaddon, I mean, come on. It's, I'm also it's pro-Cormier. <laughs> yeah. 
Cormier, yeah, Cormier gets cool. a lot of shit. Yeah, I, I, I always liked Cormier. Yeah. Um, I, but then again, I had characters in pre-searing Ascalon because it was just absolutely beautiful place. Absolutely. And, and yeah, it's it, it, and it's it's also amazing that you can have a character and just not play the rest of the game if you want to just explore that one area. It's, it's quite. And there is an achievement for it. Yeah, Absolutely. never, never yeah. got that. It was something Me I either. tried to do, but I never did. I still have a character. Like... No, I was just saying I also have a character sitting in pre-searing, trying to get that, but just la- languishing. Sorry. I just <laughs> but, I know Fornax mentioned Abaddon, and I can I know Deo is feeling like a tremor in the force about somebody else being <laughs> pro Abaddon. He he he. Yes, he has a bit of a boner for that god, doesn't he? It's quite fun. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Um, but, so yeah, so I I played it on and off. I was playing, but I was like habitually just playing MMOs. I just I just like climbed in there and closed the doors around me and like fuck the real world. This is so much more understandable. I like this. Um, and so that's what I did. And then I was actually in a in a in a like a Swotor guild, um, a role playing guild on Swotor when. Um, news of the of Guild Wars 2 started leaking out and we as a guild moved over from Swotor to Guild Wars 2 and um, we were in the uh, it was called the Red Lion Syndicate and that's actually where the chan- my, cha- my whole channel started there because we were doing all sorts of role playing events and I was making newspapers and newsletters and nice. loads of art and stuff yeah um, the Crichton Herald is um, is actually from Guild Wars One. It was a, it was like a, an NPC that would yeah. come to Lion's Arch to tell mm-hmm. the news, um, mm-hmm. and and I took up that mantle. And then I started making content like around the role playing community and around Guild Wars Two role playing. Like there's a massive forum still that's full of role players, um, and then it kind of evolved into into the channel that I play now. Uh, that I play. It's true, actually. I do play <laughs> that I that I that I run now, and yeah, it's it's cool. That's and that's my journey. Yeah. Nice. So I got Guild Wars One at the humble age of, I guess, how old are you in fifth grade? Ten. Shut up. No, <laughs> I have no idea. No. Uh, so I, you know, I found World of Warcraft, and my parents weren't really cool with me uh, putting in the old credit card to play a game. So Guild Wars 1, it was. And I, I started with Prophecies, Factions, Nightfall. I kind of... I didn't get Eye of the North, actually, until I was in high school when Guild Wars 2 was kind of ramping up and the Hall of Monument stuff came out. I'm like, you know what? I've never played Eye of the North, so I'm going to go back to do that. But, um, yeah, I've been playing Guild Wars my... more or less most of my life at this point, <laughs> which is really strange to say. Um, yeah, I started at the beginning and... Uh, you know, as soon as Guild Wars 2, like, was announced, I was on top of it, and I was like, holy shit, this is going to be incredible. And that was, like, the last, uh, I, I did want to bring up sort of, like, Guild Wars 2 was part of, like, the last wave of, like, legitimate, like, MMOs. I mean, you know, and we've had, we have games like Destiny and, and sort of, you know, live service hybrid MMO type games um, that are coming out. But not like you know, we really haven't had like a like many MMOs launch since Swotor, ESO, Final Fantasy fourteen, Guild Wars two, WildStar. There's probably like a few others that came out in like that time period. Um, Poor WildStar. 
Yeah, poor Wildstar. Yeah. The only I, the only casualty, I think. I don't know. Terra maybe is another one, and uh, Rift. Rift is a little bit before that, though. They, they both still technically exist. <laughs> would City of Heroes fit in there? That would that would be like in the Guild Wars One era. I feel. <laughs> was it? It was. Was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yes. It's yeah, it's yeah. pretty old. I think it was like early O's, right? Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah. So. Okay, cool. I didn't know we. I didn't know if we all played Guild Wars One. It's always interesting to hear when people, you know, don't play Guild Wars One, and then like, how do you find out about the sequel to the MMO you didn't play, um, and how do you get into that? You know, for my friends, they learned about it from me. <laughs> yeah, I um, sort of like going into Guild Wars Two. I recruited every fucking able body person I could to play Guild Wars Two. Trio had a, a stint in it for a little while. I I re- like. I was, like, the herald of my school. Like, I started a Facebook group. Like, I tried to get so many people to play this game. And a lot of them played for, you know, a little a little while, the first few months. And only one of those people is left standing. One of my, one of my friends from high school, Mike Lasachi, who's been on the, the podcast before. <laughs> um, he's, like, the only person who still played Guild Wars 2 from, like, the people we knew in high school. <laughs> but, like, all those people, all those real-life friends... Dropped off, <laughs> like dropped like flies. Instantly. But you know that kind of thing happens once you get into a new game and you get people in, and then like you see who really uh, is into it and who is not. Um, if it's not your game, it's not your game. Yeah, and MMOs are like a different breed. You know, they're not like normal games, and maybe not understanding that, and we're not being like wanting to be like, all right, I'm probably gonna play. You know, I'm gonna play this game for like. Not the rest of my life, but, you know, it's going to be something that's I'm going to play a few times a month, every day, every week. You know, I feel like there's a there's like an unwritten rule <laughs> that sort of comes with MMOs mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, it's like a second job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, so I guess the, the next sort of question I have is like, what made you excited about Guild Wars 2? And I, and I wanted to bring up that manifesto video that they made that I think really started this Guild Wars 2 is different than World of Warcraft train that I think started slowly chugging that this game was not going to be a WoW clone and they let you know exactly how it wasn't going to be a WoW clone and you know you had developers up on screen Colin Johansson I think Gail Gray's in that video I don't I, Ruby might be I'm, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head who, who's in that video um, but you know they were showing gameplay like it was actual gameplay like e- even the teaser trailer had actual gameplay wait did it no or there's the very first video they the class put out where it looked like exactly like WoW <laughs> I'm trying to. Th- oh, wow. I, I know that. Do you remember that one? It looked exactly like WoW. <laughs> no, I don't. What? Yeah, it was. It was very early. It was. Was it like alpha? The, like before the teaser trailer? Oh wait, am I thinking Guild Wars One? I might have been Guild Wars One. I think you're thinking like, Guild Wars like One. The actual Guild Wars. Yeah. Or like the whole point of it. Of the- yeah, it's a super, super, super. Old. It's actually kind of hard to find. The quality of the video is not good. <laughs> but, yeah, because like, I remember just because YouTube at the time things were low. Yeah, I remember it being the teaser trailer, which was all the concept art moving. Then the races mm-hmm. trailer, which had some gameplay in it, and that was 
the Silvari original design for them. And then at, like the Manifesto video, I think, came out in between those two things. I'm pretty sure. And I then still it, want that social integration <laughs> with so, my phone. I'm still, I'm still sad that we don't have that. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. Well, now you're going to be angry about it. Because <laughs> it would have been great. I always like that kind of stuff. That it's it's supposed to be a phone app? Yeah, and so you could talk with your guildies, like who are in game when you were. I guess you could do that with Discord now, so it's not a big deal. But you, could, I think you, part of it was you'd be able to see where they were in the map and what sorts of things they were doing. And the trading post, if I if I remember correctly, the oct, you know the maybe maybe I, I can't remember if that was. Yeah. It's funny because Guild Wars Two said they were going to do it, and WoW just went and did that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say WoW definitely did it. Cause I, and I know they have the Armory app as well. I'm not sure if those two are the same thing, but I know the Armory app was a thing at, at one point in time. I, I find it funny that you bring up the manifesto. I didn't know that video was a thing. Oh, it's like a work of art. Until we started doing the, the podcast. The, 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 what? The proto version of Talking Script was Tinfoil and Table Flips. Yeah. That was released during the Silver Wastes era of the story at the tail end of season two. Uh, yeah, I didn't know about the manifesto. Until, like, I think it's actually on YouTube for the original, like, audio-only versions of the show. Um, yeah, so I like anytime somebody mentions it now, I hear I hear Colin said saying, "I oh, swing a sword." Nice, swing swing a sword. A sword. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the centaur, you know, the, the explaining events and like for those who don't know, and uh, explaining it to like trio, um, like imagine a game is just like giving this like really general idea of like how their game is going to be and like telling you why it's going to be different from world of warcraft which Mm -hmm. is like you know the staple but not obviously saying that sure but like you know no quest like you know they're getting rid of quests and they're doing live events where the world is living and like you know if you don't defend the town from the centaurs like you know another event comes from that but if you succeed another event comes from that and they really lined it out well too yeah i mean that all that stuff is in the game. I mean, hearts, I don't think aged well, I, uh, in my opinion. I kind of missed quests in Guild Wars, but, you know, I, th- I think the hearts kind of do their job, but anything more than that is where the issue um, sort of comes in. Um, but what what was, like, the initial thing that, you, that, you know, obviously you know about Guild Wars 2, but what did you see? What was, like, the first thing you saw that we were like, holy shit, this is going to be incredible? Jumping. <laughs> you could not jump and go Wars one, yes. Jumping was a uh, <laughs> next level well played, shit. Well played. Yeah. What are you talking about? You can jump in Guild Wars one. With the emote. <laughs> slash jump. Jump. Slash yeah. jump. Slash jump. Uh that and going into water. Uh I honestly think that a lot of people sleep on the underwater in Guild Wars two. It is phenomenal. It's and good. It's just it's just kind of like a gimmick thing and then everyone like piles on the gimmick, right? I don't think it. Well, I I don't think it's going to keep. But even even the subtlety of like coming out of the water and then like there's water droplets on your screen, like aesthetically. Maybe I should rephrase the I gimmick of the the water combat, not not going into oh. the water. The combat in the water, I think, is something that people like just no. like kind of got on top I of. Knew, I knew what you meant. I think okay. it's fine. I, yeah. I like. I like 3D space combat. It doesn't bother me. So yeah, I, I I quite enjoy it too. I think it gets a little too much flack. So I would say those two were probably what I found more exciting. 
Yeah, I, I think that the one thing that we talk a lot about on Talking Spirit is like the Guild Wars 2's underwater combat is the best underwater combat of any MMO ever. And the, the only problem is that it's still just underwater combat. Yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 awkward, but it's still really well done. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, it was one playing a dual dagger elementalist hmm. because I picked up an elementalist thinking it was going to be a mage, not some kind of ninja Ma- flipping around all over the place. Yeah, like you know, a mage using a melee weapon was like unheard yeah. of, right? Like not not being not being forced to make use of a staff constantly was just. Mind bl- and then what an I, idea like, <laughs> I remember playing and I'm like wait greatsword is a ranged weapon what yeah so I, I think it was it was specifically like dual dagger elementalist that really spoke to me and then um, the thing that really solidified the event system for me was shadow behemoth uh, yeah in Queensdale because I walked into the swamp and I saw all these people and then the camera pulls back and the shadow behemoth rears up out of the swamp and I just kind of had one of those you- Oh, you're fighting this like, you know, dungeon level boss, end game level boss in the starting zone. Like it was like, again, like unheard of and that you can actually fight, you know, like WoW had some of those wandering world bosses um, and they would just fuck you up. <laughs> you know, you couldn't actually fight the them. Quietest fell reaper. <laughs> oh my God. Oh Thanks. What about uh, Fornax? What what made you excited for Go Wars Two? Um, I I liked the the incredible beauty that, mm-hmm. that the game had. I I was really I, I've been playing a lot of at the time as it was releasing. We've been playing a lot of Swotor, and Swotor is, is a is a is actually a decent game. It's yeah. a decent um, solo RPG story with multiplayer elements. It's not really an MMO. Um, um, but it's a bit Minecraft, the MMO now, isn't it? And it's a bit, yeah. it's a bit ugly. It's, it's not. It doesn't have the. And I liked the, the the art style. I liked the fact that they were trying to to break the mold. I liked the fact that they were trying to like shatter the Holy Trinity so that and give players more freedom and more mm-hmm. agency. Um, I, I liked the fact that they were the kind of stunning up against the, the, the biggest MMO that the, the, the world has ever known still um, sure. and they were saying no we're not going to copy you, we're not going to be a clone we're going we're gonna to forge our own path and we're going we're gonna to make something completely different and I had so much kind of respect for this like ballsy little game company who just like stuck two figures up to this behemoth and yeah I, 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 was, I was definitely on board yeah. I have to admit that there, there was an element of that for me as well and I had actually forgot when you mentioned like the the art style and the and the approach to it I the concept art made me very excited for Guild Wars 2 I, I forgot you know sometimes when you people are talking and you hear oh like oh right yes absolutely I, I forgot about that it was the concept art for sure uh, is but but that was also part of Guild Wars 1 so that that, that carried from from one game to the other, but yeah. And then the painterly style, like how if things were in the distance, they had like this painterly look. They weren't just pixels. Yeah. And then the, then it pulled into focus. Like, I was very excited about that. I, I think one of the other things that was also character creation, mm-hmm. 
Good segue. And, well, <laughs> it's, it's specifically because you, you're talking about the concept art, and then it just made me think of like all the char concept art, and the char to this day for me are like a gold standard for bestial humanoid races because more often than not when you have the bestial races in an MMO you have the big burly like monstrous male character model and then the sexy female cosplayer version of that <laughs> I agree that was, there yeah. was that, that one interview where they were talking to the character artist when they were developing the char and they were, the higher ups or someone was saying they should have the female char should have breasts and this said well okay if you want that we're gonna go realistic it's either six or none like, <laughs> you, there's yeah, no between and i, re- and that, like, I, I, I love that response like all right if you if you want if you want them to have female sex characteristics here's what we're doing yeah it would be funny if the person came back and was just like yeah that's fine that's what we're hoping for get the six press <laughs> on there come on and then everyone who has to design armor for them says uh, no. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. And, and and correct me if I'm wrong. All of World of Warcraft's bestial uh, yes. characters all have breasts. I'm pretty sure. Like not like they're yeah. all, you know, humanoid looking people. They're all awful. The word you're looking for is awful. Yeah. Like the female tarns suck. Yeah. Like come on. Yeah. Yeah. They've always been yeah, bad. Yeah. So yeah, that's. I agree with you there, Malthanus, for sure. But there's like Vulpus the and like for the, for the Warcraft angle, I think that the problem I have with that even more is like when we found out that there was character art and like models, even not even just art of of female trolls looking like male trolls, mm-hmm. and and then I just like hearing that story. I, I didn't know that about the the stuff with the char, and it's just like okay, yeah. So no, ArenaNet actually just stuck by exactly mm-hmm. how they wanted to do this, and it just. I like that it was based on your tail. Like the the male char have like the thin tail with the poof at the end. Yeah. The female char have a fluffy tail. Like that's perfect. That's a racial differentiation between the genders or the sexes, and that's fine. Like it, it's not based on human physiology. Right. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Put putting boobs on everything is such a like kindergarten thing to do. It's just. <laughs> It's yes, like all, all kindergartners, I do draw them. <laughs> best MMO is just a woman with a boob slider, and he'll be happy for days. I mean, God bless him. Well, I, and it's funny, I do feel like that was, I don't, when was it, when did this release? 2012. 2012. Even back then, I feel like they, 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 they just wanted to, they didn't really seem to care about I mean, you guys would have to obviously know more about this than me, but outsider in, they didn't really seem to care as much about what female players thought for some reason, like when it comes to this stuff. I, I still or is that feel like, they, like, I don't know. Like, that's why I'm at, like, they seem to be more gearing it towards trying to, like, still look yeah, we'll throw big, big <laughs> like, boobs on there. It's like, oh, well, no, that's not. I, I'm sorry, what female car- players? I mean, it, that, it was, so when go, I yeah. started playing WoW, it was male until proven female sure you know? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a strange thing no interesting again like i said i have no base the, the acronym guy in real life <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> i yeah i feel like mmos and uh, not maybe not all rpgs but mmos especially always like i mean this is like a whole other conversation but like yeah i think they they they, they i think they clearly have a hard time designing females to not be sexualized it's almost like they like that's the default and anything else is like difficult for them because it's always the standard this is something where guild wars 2 has and not just male female like they're 
they're very inclusive mm. and make characters yeah. that are inclusive and everyone could find themselves in the game. Well, yeah, cool. especially with like the hairstyles and stuff. I know they added like a, a <laughs> Not ton. Just that, but yeah, yes. yeah, no, no, but like you know, like black people have different hair than white people. Sure. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. True. Yes. Yeah, and I, I uh, Fornax. I think I think one of your videos pointed that out to me, and I was like, oh yeah. Mm. I didn't think about. I'm thinking about like other character creators, and I'm like, they're probably you know, especially older ones. Like, are you know, the representation just isn't there. <laughs> nope. no, sure. Like no. even even with this game like Skyrim, like Skyrim, like I've been playing Skyrim, I'm like these characters suck. They all look kind of bad. Well, I mean, it's a ten year, that, that's <laughs> also it, a left. But like, I do think and, Skyrim and that's had the pretty same good representation period of, yeah. t- of time. And I'm just like, I guess you I know, know. I'd have to look back at it. I don't know. It's, this this is the say. argument around diversity. So we we see the world not how it is, but how we are. Of course, and we yeah. reflect ourselves in everything that we create, which mm-hmm. is why it's important to have people of all demographics making games because one it makes a more interesting diverse environment to work in with different people not everyone is you know the same and sure. also it, it creates more interesting storylines well and i and think also, you also I'm, go ahead i'm sorry go i didn't interrupt no no i didn't i was going to say i'm and i'm all for objectification it, it, it's fine i just want equal opportunity objectification sure because <laughs> i was going to say there are probably some pretty <laughs> slick looking dudes in that too that are just oh, yeah. fucking buff as hell and like they look at me but yeah that no that makes sense that totally makes sense yeah so i'm demi and bi so i i get the best of all worlds um <laughs> yeah you know we were we were having a similar conversation it was like you know you don't really hear people talk about how every superhero suit is skin tight and they're jacked as shit oh, i mean dude you could i mean every like, guy's suit you can see every single inch of that like yeah it's like you know people don't really talk about that all that much no I mean, we, and that's we talked about um on our thor review like thor is like utterly objectified and like there's a scene it's in the trailer so it's not really a spoiler where he's naked and like all everyone's just looking at his dick I mean the, the women like, are literally fainting movie. because of his dick I was like are, <laughs> we, are, are we still doing this I was like it's 2022 like no it is funny I was like this is wild um it's it's cringe it's it's yeah it was well very no and it is funny because Gooch I'm not gonna lie I didn't even think about it twice until Gooch points out to me like yeah that's a good point and I guess it's funny because I don't care like I guess I, maybe I should care right and that's more, what we're saying like, like we didn't yeah. really like, care but uh, like, it's funny know, we noticed or I noticed guys, yeah guys suffer as much from unattainable body image as as women in in, in different ways for sure because if you if you listen to Henry Cavill talking about when he's on the set doing um, The Witcher. Yeah. He, he said he can smell water. They've got him on a diet where he cannot literally drink water so that he can have the muscle. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not a way to no, it's, life. Well, and it's funny. I think they, I think crazy. Hugh Jackman did that too for like Wolverine. Yes, he would dehydrate the, himself the before the, yeah, yeah, before like, well, I think even before, like even in old ones, like to get that muscle definition, they dehydrate before the scene. He's peak Jack and bodybuilders Wolverine. bodybuilders do, isn't it? It's yeah. not healthy. No, it's, it's not. not no, and I, I, I hope the idea is they're only doing that for like shirtless scenes. But yeah, if he's doing that every fucking day, that's Fuck that, that cannot be good for you. Uh, I did. Well, I did watch this one. The, the propensity for, for how often they are shirtless. For sure. For the, the guys who have to do this, it probably is. Yeah, I, I will admit though, I heard Henry Cavill talking about working out one time, and I appreciated how realistic he was when speaking of it. Of course, those guys are just—I mean, they're getting pumped full of God knows what on top of <laughs> get working out job. exactly. Yeah. Like, so yeah, yeah, yeah. they're gonna look like that. But I pre- he was like he was speaking and working about working out in a very I found realistic way, which I was like, that's cool. But 
Anyways. What a tangent. Yeah, what a tangent. <laughs> sorry. sorry. No, Male okay. objectification. It, That's okay. what we're at now. Okay. But it was a good segue into, you know, when we are starting Guild Wars 2, because uh, I know I had of like, you know, okay, I'm going to be a char, I'm going to look like a Siberian tiger, and I'm going to be an elementalist. That was my, like, when they were first showing off the races and the professions, I don't, I think elementalist was one of the first ones um, announced. I'm pretty, I'm almost positive. Um, but I was like, that's what I'm going to do. And I, I stuck to that, ex- the o- except the only thing I changed was instead of doing Elementalist, I did Guardian. Um, but I have not, like, my Fenris Gwynblade, my Char Guardian, has looked the same since Vanilla. And I don't, I will not change him. He, he will stay that look till the end of time. I, 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 I don't want to change him at all. <laughs> did, did you guys kind of lay out a plan and did it, did it change at all? Like, as, as, Things were being shown off and coming out. It's like, oh, I'm going to do this. Uh, no, maybe I'm going to do this. Uh, maybe I'm going to do this. Did, did that happen for you guys? Well, so my, foot, my first character that I made in Guild Wars 2 was a Silvari Elementalist because of the, cause the spells look just amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautiful. And she was called Asphodelus. I still have her on my account. I still have, like, all my old... So I get, I don't have to buy dies. I've got like 12 characters on my account and they're all elderly. <laughs> and so all the birthday dies coming in, I'm sorted. So just do that. Um, <laughs> like and, I used elderly in that context. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and in terms of like characters, so I made quite a lot at the start of the game, but I've made more and more as I've played along. But Asphodelus, I still, she's my elementalist. I still take her to... Um, uh, the dungeons that I do and the fractals that I do uh, for, for raiding and for, for strike missions, I've got my druid, who, again, is a very early character. Um, if, if I'm kind of like trying to do solo content, I'll go to my necromancer. And um, if, I'm, if I'm doing my worldly world, because I'm trying to get my... Well, I'm working towards my legendary armor in worldly world. Um, I, I, I just kind of Russian roulette it. I've got all sorts of characters on the account, and I just... What I feel like playing that day, that's what I roll with. But yeah, I still have my old characters. I'm not getting rid of them ever. If you have an old character on your account, for God's sake, it's worth keeping it there for the for the birthday gifts alone. So mm-hmm. yeah. I'm having flashbacks to when Inks was on the Talking Script podcast. Oh my god! I, I, I was just thinking the same thing because oh. I know I know he's deleted more characters probably than anyone in the game. That, that that podcast needed a trigger warning. Okay, I'm just yes. saying that right now. I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> I, I I think for me, like I, I still my, my elementalist was um, like I wanted to play it like like elementalist was the first thing I picked because I think it's the first thing in the the like the the block of classes, um, and then I'm boring, so I usually go with human. Or Boo. Humans are boring. If I play if I play PvP, it's a char character. I have the Breaker Warband, and like I have, like I have I have a plan, and it's all char in PvP all the time. Um, <laughs> I, but then I, I started playing Guardian because, um, well, Elementalist. It feels at times that Elementalist is unloved. Um. Looking at the, the the patch note, the preview patch notes for for the twenty third, um, there is a whole lot of love coming towards elementalists, and I, I was looking through it. And I'm like, oh, just straight up buffing like my 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 raid DPS tempest build for 
just literally nothing. Everything I do is just all there, and it's just great. So, you know, maybe I'll be able to play uh, Vincent again. Um, but I switched over to Guardian. Again, human, I know, I'm sorry. Uh, I shot myself in the foot with that one because for whatever reason, the human male body type that I chose is the one that gets the gigantic gauntlets and World of Warcraft shoulder scaling. <laughs> so finding literally any gauntlets or shoulders that look reasonably scaled on my character is awful, but still I enjoy playing Guardian an awful lot. And all the Firebrand nerfs are deserved. No, <laughs> see that's where you're crossing the line. Yeah. <laughs> I every time I see when Guardians are getting nerfed, I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, leave us. Go. We're fine. Let's, let's go. <laughs> We're OP, just we've always been OP. Just l- let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I'm surprised Firebrand remained like very intact when I end of Dragons launched. That was really strange. I was like, how, how, <laughs> like, how did they just like, yeah, we'll leave it. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> Pair. I well, in Guild Wars one, I played a Mesmer. Nice. And so love Mesmer. Still my very favorite. So I was playing a human mesmer that was my plan for guild wars 2 because i was uh my character in guild wars 1 was alan horn and so i made alona horn for guild wars 2 and she was supposed to be the descendant of my guild wars 1 character i did that with my human as well for the longest time i I refused to make a char because i could never forgive them for the death of ascalon (laughs) and i know ascalon's not a person but still it's a place stands (laughs) And so I, Alone is still my main. She was created uh, nine years, 11 months ago. I, I pulled up efficiency here. Yeah, I was going to say I, we all probably jumped in at Head Start, I would imagine, on the 23rd. Yeah, I, on the 25th. Yeah, I made oh, tw- on the 25th. It was the 25th, okay. And I have 4,667 minutes in on her. And my next character, uh, which I made on the 28th, Oh, a year later, though. But she only has uh, 606 hours on her. So that's how extreme <laughs> my preference for a single playing a single player or character is. Yeah, I don't have too many alts either. Um, and I when I do content, it's always on Fenris, always on my Guardian. Um, very rare yeah. that I'll play him or not play him. I, and Mesmer is just such a, it's such a unique profession. Yeah. I just love it so much. I will say, though... Kids today don't know how good they got it. Like, when the game launched, leveling as a Mesmer was quite possibly the worst experience on the face of the planet. And really? That was without any hyperbole. Yeah, no, I was in events with my friends. They were all getting gold and all this other stuff. And I was getting bronze participation, even though I was doing all the same things. It really, like, at start... Huh. Mesmer was basically until you unlocked your elites, you were doing basically nothing. <laughs> really, I've never heard that before. It was a I, huge slog fest. I think the problem back then is that clones and phantasms didn't generate nearly as much uh, credit for events as they do now. And then there yeah. was also the problems with buffs and healing also didn't give you as much event credit. So, and you just didn't do as much damage. Mesmers didn't didn't do like uh, Ellie's and and 
So like like all the weights of professions, like there's the tiers. Like either you have your survivability and your inverse ability to do damage. I, and uh, mesmers were like survivable, but didn't do a lot of damage. I remember when um, what was that champion train that happened with the marionettes? What was that called? Does anyone does anyone know them? Not the marionette, but there was like a pre-event that like you would you would like zerg across maps to kill things. I'm trying to remember what exactly was it. it was. The, was it, it was part of Queen's Gauntlet, wasn't it? Or prior to that? Are you I'm, talking about the Aether Blades, like just descending on the mountains, and you have and and there's a big chase across the mountains across m- the Shiver Peaks? Maybe, it, but like it happened like all over the place. I think, or or maybe in just certain places all over the game. But like I remember. Being part of those Zergs and not being able to get tags because Guardians did not have, uh, cl- like, cleave on a lot of things. So I had to use staff and run around like an idiot, like, trying to tag things in, like, super close range. Um, I, your story reminded me of that. that. Sorry, you, you saying that, uh, Pat, it reminded me. So when I first started playing, I, I like to play healers or tanks. I, yeah. I'm kind of one end of the spectrum or the other. My husband's um, very similar. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm either a meat shield or I'm healing the meat shield and laughing at people dying in the fire. That's that's my comfort zone in MMOs. Um, and I remember <laughs> I was I was I was I was running. I was always trying to get into my water elemental uh, element and heal people. And I was getting no credit because it mm. didn't count healing. At yeah, all it was credit. On other characters, despite the fact that I was keeping people alive, which. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that chapped my balls. I have to say, that really they fixed that, right? Uh, fairly, fairly long time in a bit. Yeah, like yes. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, I I'm pretty sure they did. Big, there, I imagine there was a lot of coding that had to be implemented, like reverse engineered into the game to make that allowable. But yes, oh, that was. But I, I 100% understand. Yeah, the the healing and buffing, like the support fixes for event credit. I do remember solidly being well into Talking Spritz history because I remember talking about that patch note. Yeah. And just everybody being like, oh my God, finally. Finally, yeah. Good about helping people. Because I actually did play Mesmer that way quite a bit. Like, I liked having the feedback bubble and, like, I like doing. I love combo fields. I am a huge combo field stan. And I liked laying down combo fields so that other people, like, so I was doing things very similar to you, Fornax, but not in healing stance but just like helping the group succeed but then getting no credit (laughs) yeah you know it's kind of funny i i kind of broke from my mold with this game i always usually played warriors in any rpg i played and i always had a sword and shield always period end of story just kind of what i did and for guild wars 2 i was like you know what i'm gonna like try to do that but like try to do something like a little different and guardian was like perfect and it kind of opened me up to, um, you know, eventually heal and stuff. And it's kind of funny. I was just thinking about uh, when Fornax was talking about, like, liking to heal people. And I think I have some sort of, like, PTSD from when I was younger about playing classes like that because I didn't want to get blamed for fucking up, especially as a 12-year-old trying to raid Naxxramas and Wrath of the Lich King and, like, being the fucking squeaker of the group. Like, I didn't need... I didn't... You know, it was, like, a big role that I did not want to do. I just wanted to DPS. <laughs> and, yeah. I think, and I think going into Guild Wars 2, like, I... I, I in raids, I, I, I've healed plenty. 
and I think I was just kind of like scared to do anything more than damage. <laughs> it, we were doing exactly the same thing at exactly the same time because I was endgame raiding in Wrath as a priest and a druid. So I feel your pain. God, Syndragosa was a complete ball. Like, anyway, sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> so I, I was a tank for that. I, I totally, I didn't need that flashback, but I was right there with you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm the kid. I don't want to get yelled at by all these adults. <laughs> like, like literally. I, I, more, to, more to that point, playing support in Guild Wars 2 feels easier to do. Oh, yeah. Because Arena Net has put at least some amount of, of onus on your own self-survivability. And it's not like all single target. Yeah, well, one of the things that I, I always praise them for the mechanics, because I, I love watching them do mechanics changes, which is why I've loved all these patch previews. Um, the healing skills, the heal that you get from it is huge and has very small healing power scaling. So something like uh, Elementalist, because everybody here seems to have played Elementalist Tempest, wash the pain away. Fantastic heal skill, really good group support. But the heal you get versus the heal that splashes out, very high base value, very low scaling, very high scaling and low base value for everybody else. So, like, as long as you can get that heal off, you are going to live. I don't know about the guy standing next to you in the, the, the Slothosaur poison, but, you know, that's their own fault. That would be me. I, there was a point in time where my video <laughs> card was struggling to, to, to show the poison on the ground. Mm. And I just, I remember so many times dying to that. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, that, that, that to me just, having enough, like, moving out of the hard trinity, I think, was another thing that kind of kept me coming back to the game. Yeah. And that, like, I had a, a responsibility to the group, yes, but also, like, I could affect, as, as somebody doing damage, I could affect my own survivability. It wasn't just like, oh, that mechanic says you're dead. Uh, talking about raiding with, with Fenris Gwynblade, um, we were doing Matthias. The, the mechanics on Matthias were like random players are picked for like the uh, fire ex for fire phase or the poison that went out that you had to cleanse in the, the fountain. Like you had skills to keep yourself alive through that. So I just, I always enjoyed that kind of like, like switch on the, the balance of everything. I must admit, as, as someone who's healed a lot in a lot of MMOs, from like SWOTOR to Rift to, you know, Lord of the Ring, I miss direct healing. I, I, I guess I miss someone is stood there dying in front of you and you're just trying to burst your heart out and you can't just, you can't just t touch their shoulder, you know, and boom, they're healed. It's, it, it's an acquired taste, I guess. Like Despite the fact that I play a druid. Oh yeah, rub, rub, yeah. rub, 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 but back in the day, it, it mattered. <laughs> Originally, uh, the, the raiding group from Wild, we, we, we all hopped on to Borless Pass. Mm. And I just, it meant nothing to me because I, like I said, I didn't really get into Guild Wars 1, sadly. But yeah. um, that was just where we all ended up. 
and then I actually paid the gem transfer fee to get over to Yaks Bend when I started playing with uh, Game Breaker Nation. Oh, God. Was, uh, my co-host Arlie's fault. She got me back into Guild Wars 2 right around the end of Nightmare Tower. Yeah. Game Breaker, wow. Um, I, so, because we were a role-playing guild, and because we were looking for a role-playing community, and we were transferring over as a guild, we went to the, the Guild Wars 2 RPG role-playing forums, and there was basically one um, EU and one um, US server, or Shani Sofa server, that, that, that all role-players were going to, because there hadn't been any sort of, this is the role-playing um, role-playing coast server. for the win. Yes, exactly. There you go. Um, Pikin Square and Tarnish Coast, and I was on Pikin for EU because we, as a community, we just decided to get together and just do it ourselves, which was quite lovely, actually. Yeah, I was. And uh, I am still on the server, by the way. Yeah. So. I I started on Maguma, hashtag MagSwag, um, and the reason that is that way is because some one of the guys that. I kind of uh, was friends with in high school who was playing the game, was like, this is the stupidest server name. We're doing this one. <laughs> and I was like, I know what Maguma is, like being like the, you know, the jungle. So I was like, yeah, it's kind of a goofy name, but uh, all right, fine. Everyone's like, all right, yeah, let's do Maguma. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. That <laughs> ended up being a pretty good decision. Uh, Maguma was pretty good at World v. World. Um, I'm trying to remember the commander we had. Um, but yeah, I'm still on Maguma. Uh, not that it matters too, too much. Um, but yeah, what about you, Pear? Uh, when a friend of mine, local friend, I found out that she was also playing Guild Wars 1. We never played it together, but we decided that we would make a guild together for Guild Wars 2. And, you know, took choosing the server very seriously. And oh, you have we, to. <laughs> we, we went with Tarnish Coast, Garnished yeah. Toast, because yeah. of... Not that we were large role players necessarily, uh, but we really liked the vibe of the role playing community. And actually, I love come. I would love coming across role players like doing a. It's scene always together. interesting, yeah. and I would just like kind of lurk a little bit and watch them because they were just having you know there were some really great moments. With yeah, that. you you know like just out in the open like just making their own stories. It was amazing, and I'm still on Tarnished Coast. Again, not that it matters, but I have that. I will say, and this is something I said right from the get-go when they announced Mega Servers, and and I don't disagree with their logic for it, but I liked having that sense of this is my community within the community, and I I do miss not having that anymore. I still feel it, even though it doesn't exist. But yeah, I like tar Tarnish Coast. And it's going to happen even once the uh, World versus World switches over after the betas. It'll be even less of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is that alive? Is he okay? Okay. Okay. So fine. Sorry. I loved oh, when... It's just very fluffy. I loved when you're... Depending on how well your server was doing in World versus World, you would get benefits in PvE. Like, you'd get more swings yeah. off of uh, gathering nodes. I loved that so much. Like, I'd be like, oh, I got an extra swing. So I'd check to see, oh, we're doing really great in World versus World this week. And I, But it made me aware of World versus World. When it, but I guess maybe that was because I knew that that was happening. Yeah. And I knew to look for it, but I, I missed that function. 
anyway. So this is where I kind of wanted to open it up and just talk about whatever. Um, and I did, I did kind of want to lead off with, um, uh, I guess, I don't even know how to, how to put this per se. Um, but it's, it's kind of funny. I, I, I think back on, on some certain things that, uh, kind of happened, not really at launch, but probably like a year or two after when I joined Maven and I pair, I'm pretty sure you were there when I joined, right? I think you were there before I was actually. No shit. Really? I think I think I joined after you. Okay, so I joined Maven, which I get like I, I'm not even sure what that guild really was, but Bog Otter um, invited me to that guild after my first guild had pretty much gone the way of the guild drama story, and you know broke apart, and everyone hated each other, and you know, leadership switched, and it was like the literally just like a, the fucking telltale drama story of of guilds breaking apart that was illusion on on maguma like they <laughs> like it was horrible uh so i didn't have a guild and he invited me to maven and that's when i um pretty much how i met pear and malthanis through that guild um and also that opened up uh the opportunity for me to be richie's uh youtube um, manager and video editor for like two years and that helped me get my job <laughs> and it, it it's still like it's still on my resume it's really like relevant experience for me and I, I, I kind of think back and like all these connections and, and weird things that have kind of come from Guild Wars 2 like I kind of forget about almost um, and how I know like a, a bunch of people and and People I still talk to and, and, you know, and Peachy and, and some people in chat, Blaze, Jason Winter, like, I don't know, the list could go on. Sorry, I'm not, like, name-dropping everyone. But, it, 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 like, Guild Wars is, like, like unlike WoW, like, I really met a lot of people that I've stayed in contact with throughout these give-or-take ten years, right? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so I like, I, and I don't think about that too much. But when I do, I kind of like, uh, I kind of like, get like a little emotional and a little like, wow, holy shit! <laughs> you made a, genuine connections through a video game. Yeah, yeah, and um, I, I think I, I, I didn't, I didn't like just have this epiphany. I've kind of like throughout the years, I've, I've kind of thought about it, and I'm like, wow, we've come like a really long road, and it's, you know, it's cool that like you can make these kind of connections through games. Uh, yeah, I definitely wanted to tell that story. I, I don't know if you guys have anything like that or, you know, say whatever you I'm want to friends, say. I'm friends with Gillies on Facebook, of course, Like, but I the only reason I know them is because of the game. I'm friends with wives of Gildies. <laughs> yeah. I've never, and I've never met them, any of these people in person. And I have actually met quite a few because uh, I think age was going to be in right near near where I live. So we made arrangements. We met for coffee and inks. My husband took inks down to the announcement for Heart of Thorns in Boston. I've met inks as well. Yeah. And so I met inks and and of course boots. So I can't believe my husband and I went to Montreal and boots said, Hey, let's hang out. And so we, we went for brunch and we ended up spending like the whole next two days with him and his wife and friends and it was great so yeah yes i've been to a guildie's wedding by the way i forgot to mention that i was actually gonna ask you that i was gonna say didn't you go to one yeah Yeah, i've i can say that and i'm about to go to another xbox internet friends wedding in two weeks so 
<laughs> one of the one of the friends I made through Guild Wars One, I was at his wedding, as well. So yeah, that's uh, and of course just doing the podcast, you meet so many more people doing the podcast as well. Like that's really opened it up more for me than not just like the game itself, but also on top of that, doing the podcast. Absolutely. That way. Absolutely. All because of Guild Wars Two. Yeah. I uh, I think that the weirdest part was was uh, what was it Guild Chat? No, what was the what was the GBN show? Um, that, that was Guild Wars Two. Guild, that, that Guildcast. Guildcast. That's it. Yeah, I did enjoy Guildcast actually. And, and, and yes, after, I uh, yeah. It's probably one of the first podcasts I watched actually. Mm-hmm. And I I found out about that after. Harley was like, oh yeah, I do some writing for this website, and we've got a whole big group of guilds, so I joined GBN, and they were like, oh yeah, we want a Guild Wars 2 podcast back. So it was me, Deo, and uh, Aaron, and Roydley, and we started off with tinfoil and table flips. We originally wanted to call it Moving On after one of Traherne's voice lines. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just like the big, big momentous combat moving on and I'm like turn can you show some amount of excitement yeah his, his, his exiting a word yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um but then they were like you can't call it moving on because then people will think like you're, you're like it's not about Guild Wars 2 it's like but the Guild Wars 2 people will get it mm-hmm. and I, I don't know but um then it was tinfoil and table flips and we, we kind of had the, the the bit where we would talk about conspiracy theories and stuff that made us angry um and then it just turned into talking script. I want to say, like, ten or twenty episodes in, just to, to move on, like to give it a more Guild Wars two centric name. But um, it's hard finding names for podcasts. Absolutely, Name, yeah. Naming things in general, like I was gonna say, yeah, like to, it's I tough like to write. In, in, in like, I have so many like character prompts and like story ideas, but the one thing that I don't have is character names. Or names hmm. of places. It's tough. I just, it's tough to have them not sound generic or like or or inspired by something. Like it really is. Or take yeah, I mean like Fender's Gwynblade is literally other things. Like or or to, or to like sound like it actually fits in the setting. Exactly. Like, yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, no, it's it's the tough. Im- the immersion. Yeah. Or you can but just bastardize was, one of the book's names and just go with that. It's true too. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Um, but it's over the year. Like we we went. To Pax South with Arlie and her boyfriend, now husband. Uh, we went to Pax East with uh, we met Age out there, and then the the last Pax East we went to was 2018, and I think we met Angry Shrimp out there. And yeah. then uh, Gift Giver usually works at Pax East, and we hung out with Gift for a bit. And it, it's just it's really cool to to meet people from all over the world. And I just actually, re- I'm sorry, no. Sorry, go ahead. I, it, it just it's wild to me to be able to just connect with people thousands tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of miles away over stuff like like because i remember when i was a kid and i wanted video games and it was like well, video games are silly little things for kids that's mm-hmm. the vibe i got from like people older than me because sure. they were still thinking like pong like pac-man sure. centipede like real simple stuff but like now video games are like 
how people socialize because otherwise they maybe don't have really the opportunity to do so. The, it's the only way for some people to talk and hang out with people that will accept them for who they are. And I absolutely love the internet about that. Like, just, just one of the... the as, as many awful things as the internet has given us, the ability to connect with people that will accept you for who you are and give you things that are in common, like, video games has given that to me and I love it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree with all the above, to be honest. Um, I've met people that I never would have met in my ordinary life. Um, extraordinarily, extraordinary, wonderful people um, who have who, who have found in this game and other games, and we go and play and explore games together. I do D and D with 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 friends that I made in Guild Wars Two. Um, it it's just it's it's wonderful, especially so. Um, I talk about it a great deal outside of this kind of setting, but being a disabled person, um, I couldn't walk for for quite a number of years. Um, I was I was in a wheelchair, and it's it. MMOs give me um, a headspace to to explore the world in when I was unable to explore the world. Mm. Um, and, and they were a lifeline and they were a social network when I was very isolated. Um, and despite the fact that I have a wonderful family and, and, a, and, a, and a great relationship with my husband and all the rest of that. But you need, you need friends, don't you? You need an outlet. You need that interest. Um, and games have done that for me. Um, and I, I love them so much for that. And I also love them for the fact that they're, they're, they're at least the games that I play uh, are like stories that you, that you, you participate in. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like being part of, a, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You climb into it, but you're, you have agency and, and you, you have exploration and, and, you, and, you, and you meet real people and it's, it's, it's beautiful. And that's Isaac. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I. You know. I, I. I. did kind of forget. Like. I. You know. I have met Richie in real life. Bog Otter and and Age and Shrimp and there. I. I. I kind of think that's it. I feel maybe I'm forgetting somebody. I met Jebro at Pax East. Yeah. He was there. Yeah. I can't remember if I met. I don't know if I met Peachy or Bog at Pax East for the Heart of Thorns announcement. They would have been at the the. Guild Wars 2 party that was put on. Didn't they host the thing for that? They, they, yeah, they were there. I'm just, I don't oh, right, yeah. if I ever talked to them or met or, or met them there. I know I met, I talked to Jebro and, oh, and I can't remember the other guy who was doing shout casting. Red hair. Oh, I don't know. Blank now. I feel like Nathanis is going to come out with it. No. <laughs> I follow him on Twitter. I can't remember his name now all of a sudden. Ugh, I feel like a terrible person. No, anyway. I didn't, I didn't get into shoutcasting until... Uh... <laughs> Chasing a cat. I didn't get into shoutcasting until the day of shoutcasting with the, uh, the Bunker Condi meta card cards. So yeah. I, I missed out on a lot of that. It was... Uh, yeah. So it's... Yeah, I agree. Like It's... It's been a great avenue for meeting people that you would never have any reason to meet outside of it. Yeah, I've, I, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm, as we all know, I'm pretty extroverted and I don't really have issues meeting people at all or making friends. And sometimes, like, I, I, I like sit back and Death Stranding made me, uh, 
kind of think about this in a, in a very different light because the game is really all about connections. And I'm like, I the I have like I know so many people and have like like I'm not not trying to like bark on my own tree. But we like, get I, it, Gooch. You're popular. I have like a lot of friends, and I don't really understand how. I, I I really don't like I I have like a lot of like different friend groups of like different people whether it's online or in real life and I and I kind of sit back and I'm like what the fuck like where do all these people come from and like I I feel like I do it like a decent job of like trying to remain in contact with like especially with online people like you know like reaching out every every now and again or, or you know dropping in the discord you know especially with those online people because that's that's how you're interacting or even in game and um raiding was also one of those methods that i was interacting with a static me and malthanis raided for years and fuck you know <laughs> thinking back to when i was raiding like three times a week like almost like five hours a night i think it was actually more than three times a week the fact that we were fucking doing that is like wild i i i and i raided for years and um I, I really have never went back. Not that I have a negative experience raiding, but I don't think I ever want to raid like that again. <laughs> but, you know, like, and, and like developing a relationship with like a static team like that as well. Um, you know, you learn a lot about people. And, you know, we, you know, you always have those moments with your raid team where you're like, no one's having a good night. Everyone's kind of pissed off at, at the situation of not progressing and, and, you know, everyone's mad. It's like, you, that's kind of just like what you, what you go through, but like you go a lot through a lot of like happiness and like trials and tribulations doing content really like, you know, difficult content like that. Um, so it's also interesting to look at it from that perspective. It's like kind of like being on a sports team. Cause you're literally, I mean like literally, <laughs> you know, you're winning and you're losing and you're celebrating your wins and, and you're, you people know, are going to get pissed if you don't show up. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very no, true. People <laughs> will get pissed if you don't yeah. show up. You're fucking the team over, man. To bring it back a little bit to, to Guild Wars Two, like yeah, the, the, the group aspect and like meeting people. Um, Guild Wars Two is the only MMO that I don't turn off map chat in. Hmm. Yeah, I've never done, never turned it off. I, I like made a new character in World of, in World of Warcraft. Map chat gets turned off. Damn, I didn't even think about that. That is so true. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, it's always on for me as well. Like the, the number of times I've seen people ask for help in MapChat, people use MapChat to communicate. Like, oh, hey, yeah, I put my mentor tag up because, you know, it's event completer in the zone. There's an event on me. I just even if it's just like simple utilitarian stuff, and then I'll just see people having generic, friendly conversations in MapChat. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which, I mean, I were like trade chat is the other thing that I turned off immediately in World of Warcraft um, because nothing friendly happened in trade chat. I'm fairly certain nothing still. Uh, <laughs> trade chat still has nothing friendly in it, and I haven't played the game since Throne of Thunder. Um, Can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> Never change trade chat. <laughs> I, it just. I don't know, like, it's, if you, if you get too isolated and, like, if you look at just the subreddit for Guild Wars 2, I feel like... Avoid. Like, Avoid. Yeah. You know you know what's funny? I started using Reddit because of Guild Wars 2. In uh, probably, probably like, 2013 or 14. because of Guild Wars 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, when I was, like, really into the game, I'd be, like, uh, I feel like probably around path of fire ish i got like really just like jaded about the game and that's when i like stopped playing and gave it some air and that was probably like one of the best decisions i ever made 
Um, Everyone should take breaks. Even if it's a game you love, you should always take a break from it. Like, it's just, you need you need that space away to, like, re- recalibrate, essentially. Yeah, you, you really sometimes can become quite a piece of shit <laughs> when you when you play <laughs> a game. Can? and And you're just like, you're just like... <laughs> Like, you go on and you're playing this game, but you're just, like, negative <laughs> about everything. It's funny. It got that way, too, like, just with Red Dead for me by the end of where I was just like, I'm just so pissed. At that. Like, it's, right. not, it's exactly right. similar. Right, you log but, like, on and you're like... And I'm like, there's Ugh. nothing to do. I can't fuck... I'm just pissed that I... Well, like, that was a different story because they just weren't supporting that game. But, like, just getting on and just being like, oh, I don't even know what I'm doing here. <laughs> like, I don't what? think I've ever gotten negative about Guild Wars 2. I don't sure. think I've ever... I've ever gotten to that point, but I also just... It comes down to knowing when you just like, I need to just step away for a little bit. For sure. Right. <laughs> Get some air. Yeah. yeah. And also playing content on my own pace feels very mm. good. I, you know, uh, through Icebrood Saga, I went through each episode but you know, I would do the story and get all the achievements, then move to the next one. And I did and I did that my own way and it was like very like nice. To not be like, all right, it's patch day. I gotta fucking do this right now. And like, like <laughs> rush to go do content. Like, I, I just stop that because I, I sometimes I feel like I have to be in the moment of things, especially with things I like. I was talking about that with like Marvel uh, and DC stuff recently because I guess I'm like the fatigue of that is really real for me. But I feel <laughs> like I can't not be in the conversation. Like I have to. Um, uh, so it was like once I like kind of like made the realization that like I'm just gonna like do other things and I'll come back to this when I'm ready and I did that and I had a great time like what a rewarding realization <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at right now because I, I kind of want I've been trying to make Exordium and all of the Gen 2 legendaries after Chuka and Chumpawat are just not fun to make have you heard I've exactly said that on my show it was like I don't it's not the material cost. It's not the time. It's not any of this. It just, it should be fun. And mm-hmm. it is not fun. It is definitely not fun. Well, because I, I made uh, Howler because I was playing a Tempest, so I wanted a Warhorn, and, like, it took Elementalist to make Warhorns interesting. But um, I remember learning about this legendary weapon. I'm at, I have the Precursor. I have Exitare. I have no idea why this shape-shifting greatsword exists in Tyria. <laughs> it's really cool. And, and, and then, even then, like, you, you go back to, um, you go to the hammer in Gen 2 Legendaries, the, the one that's, like, Orion. Yeah. It's the same thing. You have yeah. no idea where it's from, what created it, why it's there, why it exists, why it's as powerful as it is. It's that nitty gritty shit. When I found out that they weren't putting <laughs> any law into any more of the legendaries, I was like, sense yeah. of humor failure. Yeah, and, and it's okay to be upset about those things, but when like you're like going on to Reddit and making a Reddit post about that oh. and like getting, you know, not that not that Malthanus no, is I doing just, that. I just I just make a podcast about it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Or so you know, and, and like it, it's just like. Is that, is that is that is that like a le- that's what I do yes. right is that like a legitimate I'm not critique mad, or I'm disappointed <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah like I, the 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 journeys for the legendary weapons I understand how they were untenable to be able to continue those I just think they went too hard the other direction absolutely is all. yes yeah 
I have one legendary weapon, and I have, a, you know, I have, I have the cape and some of the trinkets and accessories and stuff, but I'm like, I don't, I don't want to make another legendary. I have no legendary trinkets. I have oh. no legendary armor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have legendary armor. That I do have. Yeah, um, but I I'm, have the pre for the armor. But, but I'm, not... I'm just like, who the hell wants to do that again? I did it once. Like I'm all right. I think weapons. I'm. It's worth doing for the weapons. I weapons, yeah. Like, but armor. Swapping out. Crazy. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. A lot of a lot of time to get mad at things. <laughs> I would like there to be a PVE way to get legendary armor. Quite frankly, as in open world PVE. Yes, open yeah. world PVE. Well, that was. Um, I remember Deo bringing up something similar to what they gave WW PVP, where like you could just convert ascended stuff legendaries and it's just like okay just let me turn a regular ascended piece of gear legendary i don't need the particle effects i don't need anything yeah. else just give me that wow never thought about give it like the that utility yeah yeah holy shit huh i've never heard anyone say that and i don't know if you ever said that before about that that's a really why haven't they done that no idea yeah i, mean, I, I guess the the idea there is they wanted like Right. No, that's but, definitely not it. Yeah. But the the and it, the raids are great. Like this is nothing against raids in general. It's just not everyone has that amount of time to put into that type of gameplay. Also, no, it's not everyone's cup of tea. And it's not everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. I, I found that my issue with raiding came from the fact that I I didn't want to dedicate one night a week to do it I wanted to just do it I'd rather do it on my own time and decide when I wanted to do it not I'm doing this at Wednesday night at 9 o'clock uh, and like I, I was raiding a little or I was doing some the, the strikes for End of Dragons for a little while and then I was like you know what this is kind of getting unfun for me um, I'm like falling asleep at the end too I'm tired like I'm just gonna you know I'm just gonna step down from the, the group I was in um you know, and it was just because, like, I, I was not having fun. Like, literally. like, And I was just like, yeah, like, if I want to do this, I'll just do it when I want to do it on my own time. And not have to, like, be kind of, like, a, a smidge bit miserable doing it. I was a standard we for some raids. and But it was more, like, there were established groups that had, you know, I was basically a body who didn't, I didn't suck awful. <laughs> and... And took direction somewhat okay. <laughs> and I did try to build my character in a way that could be base useful to a raid. But I I got them through a lot of the raids that I played in by the good graces of others. <laughs> like, I wouldn't... They were already established people who knew what they were doing. I don't know. Can, can I take it back to the to the legendary armors and sure. the, 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 no, the no lore related to them? Yes, I can understand their desire to get them out because we had this time period. They said they were going to have them. They didn't have them, and it was it was it was it was a bit of a, a shit show. And I think the community were quite rightly a bit like, "Well, we've paid for this with the expansion. You know, we're customers. You know, we're not just a fan base. We're, we're paying for a product, right?" And I can I can completely get that. What I don't understand is why aren't they? Putting a, why don't they have a little side project that's retrospectively putting some law in? Why can't they do that? What's wrong with a bit of retrospective law? 
they could mm -hmm. they could introduce it with like say the different um like oh, i want to say beast tribes but that's final fantasy the the, the kind of peripheral sapient like the Jotun and the, and the okay. script and the and you can link them to the lore or you could have some sort of for, for the orders of the orders of Tyria sat there doing absolutely sweet fa let them have some links to the to the legendaries mm. and let them bring them back into the story there's nothing these are like legacy stuff this is evergreen content for the game right mm -hmm. show it the love that you want players to show it right you want us to put all this time into it give us the story that's what I would say. Sorry. You agree. Yeah. Even at, the, the, at base, you could have, like, each legendary comes with a book. Because, you know, there's a lot of books in game. What's one one or five more? I don't know. <laughs> that it had, like, here's chapters. that So each step of making the legendary a new, a new book, like a chapter in your book for that legendary comes in. They could do the, like a treasure hunt, like they did with uh, Glint's uh, glass crystals, mm -hmm. and you and you get this like voiceover where we, we it's telling the story as you're like wandering around the world. That would be lovely. I'll take oh anything. God. Give me the law. Give me the law. That's what I want. Mainline law. That's what I want. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll admit that there was a point in time where I was kind of surprised that Caladbolt uh, wasn't the Gen two legendary. For sure. Yeah. And that was always my fight with why I was so loud about, like, why did they get rid of Dungeons? It's a great way to tell some... They get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, they evolved it. Uh, you're right. But, like, but they're, the, they're the traditional sense. Game. They are. They but they never really went anywhere with, like, the like how they traditionally had Dungeons. And I, and I guess I, like, you know, I, I, I never really liked the way they told stories in Fractals. It always just kind of felt a little thrown together to me. Whereas the the dungeons had like you know pretty fleshed out characters and stories around them, um, and I was like, why you know I was like, why haven't they? Why don't they want to do that and tell like some like you know some like side stuff that doesn't have anything to do with what's going on per se, or maybe introduce a new character or two? It's like I I don't really understand why they they never decided to to bring them back. I agree. I, I, I'm quite. I was quite sorry to see that the kind of traditional dungeon go by the wayside because, the, as interesting and fascinating as the fractal stories are, that they're, they're either things that we weren't involved in in the story, or they're alternate realities, alternate versions of things. Right. The stakes um, are very low. Right. Yeah. It's a disconnect, and I liked, and that's one of the reasons why I liked the raids, and I was quite. I was quite keen to kind of share the lore of the raids because it was very vested in the story and the lore, especially of the of the old world. Um, and I, I really loved their commitment to that. And I and I and I, I mean, I'm a bit of a lore junkie. This is my jam. Um, I don't know how like Raiders felt about it, but I thought that that really kind of bumped up the the kind of the gravitas of the the raids, at least for me. I think I think it did for a lot of the people that I knew that raided quite a bit. And by, and by the opposite side of the coin for that uh, hunter who was on our podcast for a number of years, he had zero interest in rating, did not want to do it, had z just zero, like absolutely not hard no, but he wanted to be able to experience the lore and the story that was in the raids. And it was like, it was a point of contention for him that, that he was 
because he did not want to play this type of content, he could not experience that story in any way, shape, or form. He could have watched my channel, I'm just saying, because I did like a breakdown of all the law. Still there, guys, if you want to see it. I think he want he wanted to experience it. like yes that is a wonderful thing but he wanted like he could not experience it with his characters. I think that any time in a, in a, in an MMO specifically that you have to go out of the game to understand what's happening to understand the story to understand your mechanics of the game it's a bit of a, a, a kind of critical failure. But this is I guess this is a celebration podcast so. <laughs> Just 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 like when we when we did our Ender Dragons review, you know. You can celebrate, you know, you can doesn't mean you need to lie <laughs> or you know, be un, untrue to what you think. It's fine. No, I, I, I will say like the, to go I brought up Kalidvolg uh, versus Exordium like the, That was the a actual, great journey. Yeah. The the, the collections with, with Kalidvolg and, and, and getting like all of the skins for that, that was great. That was a fantastic way to do things. I also really enjoyed the uh, the wine or beer of the month club. Oh yeah, I loved that. It took a year to complete. It was just super chill. <laughs> I loved that so much. And I, the skin you get from it at the end, I don't really care about. It's neither here nor there. But I just like I think fondly of like it was fun. It didn't. It wasn't tied to any large saving the world story. <laughs> it's just a thing that you could do in game. I'm kind of hoping that the next story that we go on is not saving the world, please. I would like just something interesting and engaging and make it deep and meaningful by all means. But uh, I, it's, it's the kind of one-upmanship lunacy that... Um, that World of Warcraft has just like fallen on its face with in its last expansion. Dragon Ball Z power level stuff. Yeah, One exactly. And and the, the 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 bad guy is 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 just the bad guy because he's you know something worse is coming and it's like oh Jesus Christ you know. As long as we don't have a jailer. No. Oh. oh. I'm sorry, World of Warcraft players. I know all about I'm that. Sorry, like the first time I actually saw the jailer after not being in World of Warcraft for the longest time. That I, the first thing that came to mind was the we have Arthas at home. Like the mom, can we have this? No, we have Arthas at home, and that's I just see the jailer. Um, I also apologize if I seem distracted by my screen. My wife needed help with fates. No, it's a, it's okay. We were we we're also having like a shit. Our lab, the laptop we're listening through is almost dying. Yeah, so. Not that uh, we were. Kind of, I'm like I feel like we're kind of getting to the end anyway, so we shouldn't be too too much longer. I'm just getting started. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure, considering all of us are like good hands at, at podcasting, uh, we could talk about Guild Wars Two for entirely. Entirely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, good hands at pod. I have never been on talking script. Not that I'm salty hands. about it at all. <laughs> I mean, no. Well, I don't like, think... we could just do a flat-out lore-focused podcast, and I would happy, I'd be happy to have you on. Really? Oh, that would be so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was a yes, it would be great, or a no, this is a threat. <laughs> That's awesome. I would love to come on your show. Both if, of you. if you're not in my DMs by the end of the night, I'm coming after you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but um, I, I, I guess we can kind of lead it out and just get, maybe get some like final thoughts if, if anyone had anything they didn't say and they, and they definitely wanted to get out. I mean, Malthanus is right. We could sit here for hours and hours and hours and hours and probably talk about Guild Wars too. But I, I feel like we hit a lot of the, those good points like really at the beginning of the game where like things were kind of ramping up and it was super exciting. And, and Guild Wars has, has evolved in a lot of good ways. And uh, there's there's some bad things that have happened along the way. But, like, mostly, uh, like, Guild Wars is still kicking. Not a lot of MMOs can say that, per se. You know? And we really haven't had another wave of MMOs. And I don't think we are going to, to be honest with you. Um, to bring it full circle to what you would said at the beginning about it. It felt like it might feel like more than 10 years for you, but like it is shocking to me that I've been playing this game for 10 years pretty darn consistently. Like, yeah, break here or there for sure. And it does not feel like, oh, yeah, Tyrion Cab, that was rough. The but 10 years and the journey that I've been on with them on their journey has been spectacular, and I, I'm just really grateful for it. I still, I still remember that the the joy and the excitement that I felt as um, the first Halloween rolled into the game, and the yeah. Lion's Arch, that the, the, the started, there was whispers of of the of the Lord coming, of the King's mm. turn, and all that. It was just so wonderful, and the statue like kind of wilting and getting corrupted, the uh, the, the lion statue. Yeah. I just, it was so good. It was, it was so good. I, and I, I, and honestly, right now, I think the game is in one of the best places it's been in a very, very long time. And I'm, despite the hiccup with the balance patch a little while ago, but we won't talk about that. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm really like I've got a whole lot of positivity and hope and 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 like joy of the adventure to come with this game now. And I'm, I'm, I'm just so happy that I've had ten years of it and. I'm incredibly grateful to the developers, past and present, who have like, put their heart and soul into this game and kept it going through some quite rough times. Um, so, yeah, much love, much thanks to them. They, 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 um, they, they, really, they really deserve much more, much, much more credit than they get in, the, in, the, in, in this gaming space. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I, I know we, we kind of just went all over the place there instead of like doing like specific sections for heart for the expansions. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I, I kind of was okay with that. I'm like, you know what? Like after this, I'm like, it's, it's fuck the outline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one thing I did want to say is that, like map design. Mm. Um, Heart of Thorns, I love. Uh, I understood. I, I love meta maps, uh, but I understand when people say they get tired of meta maps. For sure. Um, <laughs> May I ask what people. a meta map is? Uh, Malthanus, do you want to explain it? I feel like you'll be yeah, better at it. Uh, so, so trio, a uh, meta map. Um, so, events. You're familiar with events from playing. Guild Wars. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meta maps are when those events chain. I you see. You probably experienced a few chaining events. Okay. In previous stuff, but meta maps are where it is that the whole map is devoted to an entire event chain. Got it. So, like, so it culminates in, in like a boss. Battle, sure. Usually. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, for like Heart of Thorns, the, the the final map, Dragon Stand, is when you were fighting the mouth of Mordromoth, and you had literally three lanes that you needed full squads to push down. Shit. Yeah, you have like so you have like an army. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, full full on assault. Yeah, that, yeah. That was so well. It, it's still 
an excellent design to this day. It just it, just the scale of everything when you get to the final area to fight the mouth of Mordermoth. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still reference the booping, even <laughs> when uh, doing the end uh, in Dragon's End. It's like, oh mm-hmm. hey, the dragon's booping. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, yeah, no, I got to hit stability something. <laughs> I need to play my guardian because I have hallowed ground as part of my build. But um, with Path of Fire, I, I don't remember Path of Fire maps. Yeah, I think I think most people which, would agree with you though. Which hurts because they 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 really amped up like the exploration side of things. So you would think going through all the nooks and crannies of Path of Fire maps, you'd remember them, but you only have to do it once. Right. Like, there's not a lot of impetus to go back to Path of Fire maps because, and they just feel so empty because they were designed with mounts in mind. So they have to be open mm-hmm. to make it feel like the maps don't just exist in this tiny little, like, bubble because you can cross them so quickly. I, I think that, I mean, I loved Path of Fire. I really enjoyed the story. I really loved uh, getting my ass handed to me by Balthazar. That was a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I, I feel like. That the mount system in this game is just so fucking good that it kind of sucked all the oxygen out of the of the room for everything else. It, it is absolutely fucking spectacular. It is the most fun movement system in any game I have ever played. It, it's just brilliant. So I mean, it's absolutely. kind of you, you, it's it's a nice problem to have, I guess. Maybe considering I, I, I don't know I, I do agree though that the, the, the mounts from Heart of Thorns were much more much more memorable but god damn those mounts are amazing <laughs> absolutely and then the, to, to, before I get onto that because I have a funny side story about mounts um, I and then going into End of Dragons I actually spent a lot of time not on my mounts tra- traversing the End of Dragons maps hmm. because I while they are they are perfectly acceptable with mounts and I just the map like Xingjai Monastery. I spent so much time on foot walking through that area when I first started playing, just because the map is gorgeous. And I just, I just spending time in that map did not feel like I was wasting time just walking around. Um, I can't really say that about um, oh, what was the third map? I can't remember the name of it. All I know is I've, I've, I call it Echovald. Yeah, Tangled Depths version two. Because <laughs> that's that's just when I go into Echovald Forest. I, I, I didn't care for Echovald in no. Guild Wars One either. <laughs> so it's it's yeah. an aesthetic that does not appeal to me. And then, it's, co- and then, it's corridors. It's 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 annoying corridors that you can't jump up through with your mount and you just bash your head into anything. It's Concussionville. It's, yeah. it's Concussionville. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but um, but the, the side story about like, I remember when the. Um, the first roller beetle racing circuit came out for all the guild halls and they were they were showing all the, the, the races and um, it was a 25 minute video and I was telling my friend about the roller beat my, one of my friends about the roller beat I was hanging out with him while my wife was off doing something that night with, with uh, we're, it's it's his girlfriend his, his girlfriend our friend Sarah she's been we've been friends with her since college so like it was hit her boyfriend we were hanging out while my wife and Sarah were off doing something and we just sat on his couch and watched 25 minutes of roller beetle racing you, you know what I what I needed more of roller beetle racing to the deja vu anime song and people drifting all of the initial D intro songs that's all I needed all of that. 
That's all I needed. <laughs> but it's just like everything everything about the mount system. I can understand people being a little iffy on the sky scale, if only because um, it's the closest I hope we ever get to full on flying. Like like it is in, mm-hmm. in World of Warcraft from Burning Crusade, but I I hope that's the farthest we get because I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't want them to have to compromise the integrity of the map design or just flat out take mounts away from us. Yeah, I don't want a sky taxi. I don't wanna we don't need it. We've got we've got uh, teleport points, it does we don't need it. How a question. How do you guys feel about World of Warcraft just just taking the flying, which is they've got like a hybrid of the Griffin yeah. and the Sky Scale, and just like squishing them together. I, personally, I think that this kind of innovation is good for MMO gamers. It's good for us as a community. Yeah. I'm happy. Deal from each other, please, for God's sake, do it. Especially Final Fantasy with their horrific wardrobe system, which needs to be burned in a dumpster fire. But what, what do you guys think? Yeah, I don't. I I, I have the same opinion as you do. It's kind of good that they they're taking from other games. It's kind of what games do. <laughs> it's what good games do. Take like the good in stuff. In some ways, it means Guild Wars Two wins. Like right, oh, yeah. You did it right. Right. It means they did it right. They are worth copying. It's like what imitation is the highest form of flattery. Exactly. I, 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 well I said. do kind of feel like it's a. Um... But they should credit a little bit. Yes. I think. Like, cause, cause Thanks, ain't it? Warcraft who. It's like, oh, this is such a great innovation. Why did Guild Wars 2 copy this? Yeah. No, no. no well, no. it's even if you think back to before Guild Wars 2 came out, they had that, there was the article in, I think it was PC Gamer Mag or something like that, and they laid out the story for Guild Wars 2, and they talked about the scar in the world from Krelkatoric, and, and there would be this gap and blah, 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 and then a little bit later... Cataclysm, mm. the exact same story, and I, I, I don't know which one came first, but the timing of it, from my perspective, was a little sus. Yeah, so I'm like, hey, <laughs> and not, I, but everyone copies everyone else in some way. But I yeah, do it, think Guild Wars Two tried very hard to chart their own course, and now you look at MMOs in general, and a lot of them are doing. Guild Wars 2 doesn't seem as unique as it was because other games have saw, saw what they have done and said, right. you should be doing that. Yeah. It's just it's just criminally unaccredited. Yes. It's it's a critically acclaimed game. It, it, it's, it's a genre leader, and the followers are getting the credit for what the leader mm-hmm. is doing for what Guild Wars 2 has done. And I, I, kind of, I, I feel so rough for the devs. It must be... Must be a, yeah, bit of pill to swallow. And I feel like the opposite of that is like when Skyrim kind of came out and everyone was doing what Skyrim was doing, but everyone knew that. And like maybe like Witcher 3, like where every game after that was doing what they did and everyone knew it. But yeah, I think I'd Souls. Yeah, another oh, God of War. Yeah, yeah. Another another good example. Before Nax is right, yeah, I don't think Guild Wars 2 like get is has that street cred that those other games do. The, the one thing I, I will say about the, the, the issue that I see, and this is why I, I, I don't necessarily want anything more than, than the Skyscale, is every single time a World of Warcraft expansion comes out, they you cannot fly in the new zone. 
or in the new expansion areas. You're not permitted to do so because I don't know if it's they refuse to do so or they can't design around their own flying system. I'm wondering I think it's if... Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, go on. No, you go ahead. I, I think it's because flying in... in I play a druid, so I have hyper-flying. It, it, it trivializes the content. You can just fly over mobs. It fucks up all their pacing. It it, it 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 destroys kind of if they're trying to do some sort of like story unfold. You can just like override that and jump. And, and especially people like, for example, Asmongood, he spends like 50% of his time, especially in the beach, just trying to break out of the map and break into places that are not unlocked. And that flying just facilitates that, especially uh, at the start of the game. Exactly what I was going to say. And I, I don't know, because I look at, I, I feel like ArenaNet has acknowledged that with, like, Drizzlewood Coast, the snipers. Like, you... you yeah. Uh, and they, you, you, if you take... I hate them and love them. Oh, my God, I know. And it's just... Yeah, like, they you, suck. Like, I either have to launch off of my mount and use the, the gliding stealth skill, which, like, how often do you actually need to use that? Only on that map. Only on that map. Like, literally. a single point in time in Heart of Thorns where I ever had to stealth myself while gliding. Nope. Did you not do the Shatterer? Uh, I... The new Shatterer? Yeah. I, I, I could not I could not tell you that oh. I have. Oh, you can stealth on that? Any of the gliding phases? I oh. stealth as gliding all the time. I never do. <laughs> I love stealthing. <laughs> I think it's a great mechanic. I just, I never... There, there was never a point in time where the game said, hey, this is a situation that if you could drop aggro, you'd be doing real good right now while you're gliding and I feel like it just I don't know the game has been there's been when to get get a game this mature and they bring in systems and then drop them and bring in other systems and drop them because like new people come in and they might not know about these older systems or you know it's just so much legacy stuff that it's like it's it's got to be hard for them to manage and keep all this yep. straight <laughs> It just has to be. It's a Herculean uh, I'm gonna, task. I'm going to bring up something from Heart of Thorns era that might might send Fornax into a, a, a small blackout. Um, a Silvari by the name of Malak? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Everyone Sorry. wants to know. And E? Oh, E. Yeah. Jesus you know Christ. I, for, but, I like, forget about that, honestly. I'm just like, better off not getting mad about it. It's, 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 it's too soon. I'm still salty. Don't talk to me. I'm not mad. I just want. I want. I want closure. Yeah. Like We're not getting it. The, Suck it up. Court in, in Heart of Thorns. Like closure. Closure. Oh. The Duchess. This, this, the Soundless were great. They're a great concept. There's so many good things I'm sorry, there. Fornax, I if they don't make Guild Wars 3, I'm going to haunt them all to the end if, of their days. If yeah. it makes you feel any better, my wife has been playing Solari the entire game, and she feels the exact same way. Yeah. Uh, that that actually, however, one thing in Heart of Thorns that I did love is uh, I usually followed her into instances for stories, just because hearing Jennifer Hale as a sassy, sassy British houseplant is fantastic. Um, watching her name tag go red in the middle of a couple of the later Heart of Thorns story releases... Mm-hmm. Very, very um, disconcerting. Yeah, because it's like suddenly, oh, like, why, why is my wife hostile to me now? 
<laughs> I, I have to. So, I've I've always played Silvari. I guess it's because I've got a British and they're like, oh, British people in a game, holy fuck, and we're not the bad guys. And then, and then, of course, <laughs> well, shit. It's like yeah. that commercial. What car commercial is that where British people yeah. are the bad guys? What? Is anyone on all of them. I think it's Mercedes. Like, no, it's a, but it's like what's his name making fun of it. He's like, "All oh, the Brits are always the, the oh, bad." Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's Mark Norman, right? Or, or, yeah. or, or the guy it, plays I think uh, Ray Fiennes is in it also. Yeah, they should make anyway. Canadians the villains in everything. Oh God, no, <laughs> no one would expect it. They would just just the Americans would get all the blame for it. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> God damn it. Okay, carry on. Carry on. Sorry. I, I was going to say on that note, I did. I think we're. I would like to wrap up. Um, I don't. Until yeah. the next segue and we go for I, another I, hour. Yeah, I don't want this laptop to die on us and us to like. <laughs> like try to like voice through trio's phone and us have to, to mute on and off. I, I don't want to get caught in that situation, so. Okay, but just a quick editing note. Yes. You, gentlemen, trio, you was leaning back and your leg was vibrating and your hand was under the table. We, so you might want to just crop that out. Oh, so we'll good call. Pocket mining for some of that. <laughs> we, I was doing it too. I what? Oh, I see. Yeah, because oh, my yeah. mic's sitting like this. You know it's what? Looking. It's probably not on the yeah. edit, I but have, on, I, on the Discord my, I cannot call. keep my legs fucking still for the life of me. I do the I'm same thing. I always leg. shake my leg and then if my hand's sitting there, I know what you mean. It looks like... I'm shaking. Hey, look, you do you, boo. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Shut up. No. God, someone finally caught me. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, you know what? You know what's funny? Our logo is probably right on top of where that is, like on the stream. <laughs> Can you see under the table? We usually try to line it up so you can't. No, on the Why on the on the, on the stream. You can't. About that? I don't want legs. to. I don't need to answer your questions. Okay, jeez, I'm not nude from we the waist down we don't or anything. Have legs. I swear to God. Podcasters oh, or streamers don't have legs. Yeah. What is that? All right. Anyway, before you do, before you do your outro, I did want to give you guys a chance to plug your shit. Yeah, please do. Where can we find you? Where can we see you? If streaming, all that good stuff. Fornax, kick it off. Um. So anywhere, um, type in the Crichton Herald, and that will be me. Not OnlyFans. That's the only place. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you can find me at OnlyFans. No, I think it was <laughs> Trust me, I have a face for radio. OnlyFans no. is where you find out what happens under the desk here. But continue, yes, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, definitely. Definitely boys. <laughs> boys and their toys. Um, I have just um, put out a video. I've, there's been a content drought on my channel. I've just put out a legendary video. Please go and watch it. Uh, Guild Wars 2 versus Final Fantasy versus World of Warcraft. Why Guild Wars 2 legendaries are the best. Um, come and argue with me in the comments, please. That's me. Love it. Pear? I am on Twitch on the hosts of Ascalon, and we have, you can also find us on, well, any podcast service, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, I don't know. Do you guys, we do the same thing when we do this, that for our podcast, we're like, yeah, you know. On every podcast, sir. And then you like ramble for a sec, we do the same thing. Uh, Then we also, Also, Pat, Pat, I, I need an invite. Just, just to be clear, carry on. Sure. Well, we've been on sabbatical, like I said, because of summer and scheduling and issues. But <laughs> I said that really dismissively. I'm sorry. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> if I get to uh, it. Absolutely. We're, we're going to be getting back into it. We're actually hoping to do a 10th anniversary show as well. 
to get back in the swing of podcasting. <laughs> it's once you've taken a break for a little bit, it's like, how do you how do you start this thing again? What is this? How yeah, this? just got to get back on the bike. There you go. Yep. Yeah, but it's tough. It is. Uh, so it's uh, the ho- or host of Ascalon or the host of Ascalon, any most anywhere, and we have a website that you could listen to us on there. And yes, we do- we're not on YouTube. Trying to decide if we should. Kind of hate YouTube. It's it's a weird. It, it, like, I mean, at the very least, I know, like, even just uploading the audio to YouTube, some people do love to just, like, have the audio of their YouTube videos going on in the back. It is just yeah, another it, platform to have, but it's, again, it's another platform to have to worry about then, too. So. Right. Yeah, I like, I like getting the metrics from one source. That's no, what that's I was just going to bring up. That's like, a good call, too. Why I like, yeah. I, if it's on, we can get how many listens and... and it's funny, I haven't checked our metrics got, in forever. If it's just from the audio feed, so... No, that's, that's a good call. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So, Social Blade. What's yeah, that? social blade. It's a kind of like an algorithmic um, aggregator of information. You got to pay for it, don't you? No, it's free. Huh. Oh, I sweet. am writing this down. Thank you very much. You're most yeah, welcome. We'll check that I out. will be expecting the invite to you. I will. <laughs> and okay. now yeah. the I invite is secured. <laughs> Malthanis aggressively muscling her way onto. All of the podcast. Absolutely. Malphat. You can find me on uh, Twitter at MalphatusMMO, where um, I'm trying to bully Corsair into giving me a job offer. For some reason. <laughs> I, I wish I would have joined in with you, but I'm like, I'm not. I'm going to start <laughs> with Corsair's shit. And then also uh, for the Mad Realms podcast, uh, Mad Realms, two A's in the Mad. It's also on Twitter, uh, Talking Script. We have that Twitter account for the Guild Wars 2 specific stuff. Uh, Talking Scrape is Saturdays, 4 p.m. Eastern, uh, usually. Um, two A's of them. I'm sorry, the if that should be able to do that. You said uh, that. Talking Scrape, 4 p.m. Saturdays. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern, usually. Uh, unless either I lose track of time or work eats my left leg. I've had mm. several left legs. I have, I have to keep spares. That's um, fair. But other than that, that's, that's just just chill stuff, usually. I might end up actually doing a mini-script on Tuesday to talk about the uh, the patch notes that got previewed. Mm. A mini-script, yes, dear. But they're already <laughs> small. Oh, no, there are baby-script in the game, and then also a mini-script. You know, true, true. They're actually... Like polymod for. You're, right. you're fapping again. Right. Uh, you are right. Who? So yeah. I, I, well, I have. I swear, nothing's happening. <laughs> I'll keep it Two up. hands. This is how I'm going to do podcasts from now on. Just oh, it's terrible. All yeah, right, guys. That's it, that's it for me. Well, thanks I'm so much. Not used to being on other other shows, so like uh, I forgot. We, we usually stream Wednesday on random Wednesdays. We've given up scheduling. Sure. And uh, you can also find me at One Big Pair on Twitter. And this will all be in the... I was going to say, yeah, Gooch is usually on this, getting me all this stuff when we upload. So, yeah, you can find all this fun information right down below this podcast and or video that you're watching right now. But, guys, thank you all so much for watching. If you've been with us live on twitch.tv slash Network, we very much appreciate it. You can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Just search Delco Nerd Network or on all your favorite social media podcasts or podcast platforms as well. Delco Nerds on basically everything. we got a Facebook page. We have a Discord channel you can join. We talk about a lot of fun stuff in there. Not necessarily Guild Wars 2 at all times, but, you know, it'll definitely come up. 
Uh, you can find all this information on our website, DelcoNerdNetwork.com. You can even email us, DelcoNerds at gmail.com, with all your comments, questions, or concerns. We'd be happy to get back to you. Uh, but for everyone here at the network, I've been Trio. Thanks for watching, guys. Stay nerdy, and we will see you next time. <laughs>